All right, driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. What's up, boys? Uh, not a lot. Where's everybody at tonight? Sleeping, apparently. Just slowly but surely coughing on. We'll, yeah. we'll, get oh. we'll get there. What happened? Uh, it, it foamed up on me. <laughs> Never happens on these beers. It's <laughs> been too violent it. coming down yeah. the stairs. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> yes, Brian Sanders, we we're all three here. We, it's, uh, we were all here last weekend, but... Ish. Last week ish, I showed up a little late. Yeah, well, better late than there never. There was a good reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Scrubbing Tires podcast, episode 83. Uh, we always like to have fun naming these onward to the Irish Hills. Obviously, the national circuit were, was, were in the Irish Hills and bled into Monday, which we'll talk about, um, of Michigan. So that's hence the name of this one. Uh, intros. I am Brandon Hall, creator and host of the Scrub and Tires podcast, the best damn podcast in this state and the surrounding areas. Don't you forget it. And uh, what was that? Mic drop? Mic drop. Got it. Uh, you want me to drop this one? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't need it. Uh, and the driver of the uh, 3BH Outlaw cart. So uh, we'll dive into that as well, but I'll pass to my left, your right. So right this right. handsome guy in the Navy Under Armour shirt. Hey, yeah, man. Call them in Rebels. Go Rebels. Their, yeah, oh, stuff yeah. at their uh, fall training camp today. So got to show them Rebels some love, man. They started wow. already? Oh, yeah. 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 First I, I week in August. Some, I saw some movies oh, already so. had like preseason games like this weekend. I was like, what? I guess two days. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's here, boys. I know we're a racing podcast, but I do love me some football. Mm-hmm. It's here. Don't, it's don't look at the Broncos right now. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> show some love to my uh, my old rebels. <laughs> there you go. All right, what's up, everybody? Jake Smith, driver of the '89 Gam, and uh, usually co-drinker of the best beer in Colorado. But Ooh. I'm I'm uh, drinking some harders tonight. Uh, this weekend was a little uh, a little rough, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Someone watching, hopefully, watching this podcast is. Uh, can reflect on recovering. that a little bit. Recovering, yes. Uh, <laughs> two of them. Two, two of them, them, yes. One's on here already, so. Uh, <laughs> Not me. <laughs> he knows, he knows. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's going to be a good show tonight. Uh, and I'll just pass it down to this uh, guy down here. All right. What's up, everybody? I'm Jordan Smith. I'm the driver of the 13S Gam. And yeah, I guess I will be the official outlaw drinker for the night. Uh, welcome to the show. A lot to unpack. Uh, had a great weekend of racing. Uh, all across the country, really. There was some good, I will shoot locally, is is a lot of dirt tracks going on. And definitely up at the asphalt track, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things to talk about. So, And then you got the national circuit going on, too, right now. Uh, so let's delve in. Let's just jump in two feet and get her started. We shall. Two feet. And we're doing it. We'll, we'll cannonball right into this. Uh, but before we do that, uh, got to give our partner, uh, Frank's Radio Service and Frank's Radio Service Colorado, <coughs> if I could talk and not cough, a special shout out tonight. Um, obviously, the whole gang, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be at CNS this Saturday. 
with SRL boys and girls uh, coming to town. Um, they did post uh, the same rule changes, modifications, if you will, that we announced a couple weeks back. So if you're participating in any of those uh, classes, make sure you're on the up and up. You certainly don't want to get there and be up, you know, it's Creek without a paddle. Um, so make sure you get your stuff, get it programmed right. Uh, they, like I said, they will be there if you need to on the fly buy something or something quits working like we always say week in week out uh so make sure uh you're set up there but thank you frank uh brian and daryl for everything you do for the podcast outside of racing uh we appreciate the support and uh the ever-growing uh fan base that you have uh collected us over the past mm -hmm. shit it's already been geez louise eight months since we geez it's flying <laughs> by Anyways, uh, without further ado, we'll uh, give them their plug, and then uh, George's going to lead us off with some uh, Xfinity Series uh, weekend recap. So here we go. That'll get you pumped up for some racing, right? If you or your team are missing the vital in-race communications that you have been longing for, or your radio sound like something from the 1960s, it's time you give our presenting partner, Frank's Radio Service, a call. They offer radio and headset sales along with all of the accessories you will need to take that extra step to winning more races. The team at Frank's goes the extra lap to program your radios as well, so you can focus on racing and spotting. Give your local Colorado dealers, Brian or Daryl, a call at 719-761-1413 or 720-545-5249 now to get started. Traveling out of town for a race? No problem. Franks has you covered from the West Coast to the Midwest. Also check them out at www.franksradio.com and on Facebook, Franks Radio Service Colorado. Don't forget to tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you. Yes, Indeed. they're going to they're gonna donate uh, $100 for every time that uh, customer comes up this weekend and mentions the Scrub and Tires podcast. So that money goes directly in our pockets. So please do <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but yes, if, if you do um, mention uh, Scrub and Tires podcast, though, Brian will text us and give us a thumbs up or Daryl. So we appreciate that. Uh, my watch is telling me that I need to get up and take a break. Well, my watch better buckle in because we got some race to talk about. So. All right. So with that being said, uh, Cup Series and Xfinity Series were at Michigan this weekend. Starting off with the Xfinity Series on Saturday. Wasn't able to obviously watch this, but did watch some highlights of it. I do have to point out the name, and I do have kind of a funny story to go along uh -oh. with it. So it was the Cabo Wabo 250. That that's the kind of, yeah, right? That's the kind of name that I'm talking about. Like, that's a good sponsorship <laughs> for a name. So, what Cabo is, Wabo. Uh, Cabo Wabo is a, a, a gas like station? A, no, it's a it's liquor. A it's, a, it's a drink. It's a tequila oh. made down in Cabo San Lucas. Mm. And they actually have a bar down there. It's, well, the person who owns the bar is, um, what the hell is his name from uh, Van Halen? Uh, Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar oh. owns the bar and, the, and Cabo Wabo the drink. So, long story short, we were down there. I think I was like in high school, like my mm -hmm. senior year, my freshman year of college, something like that. We we're at this bar, the Cabo Wobble Bar. Of course you were. And it was me, my dad, Jake Bop, and my uncle. And we're, you know, at, down okay, there, it's wrong. free. Yeah, I think he was underage, but even he was drinking. Oh, yeah. And we're standing there, and we're all kind of in the back, you know, watching. They got bands playing and all this and stuff. And turn and look over, and I get this tap on my shoulder and point and look over. And there's this guy 
they got like these big poles, you know, like, uh, well, they had like a, like an upper stage and the, the right. pole was like a, uh, support, base, a support like, yeah, like a support beam. Right. Yeah. And this dude is making love to this pole. <laughs> I mean, he is on it, grinding this pole, looking around, seeing if anybody noticed him. It's like, Nope, it's all you, bro. And he's like right in front of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, like five feet. If that. Like, Was it dude. cheating Chuck Smith Jr.? No. no. Oh. He never gets that drunk. But no. okay. <laughs> some, random. <laughs> some random freaking guy. And I mean, we were all dying laughing. But yeah, that is Cabo Wabo story. I'll never forget that because There's that's the only that time we were in Cabo. To, uh, yeah, well, uh, outside of that guy. Yeah. We won't yeah. tell the rest of that story. Just like so the, uh, the raccoon story from last week. From right. We <laughs> exactly. don't want to get canceled. Yep. Um, so the Xfinity race, I know there was some fireworks early on in that race um, between Ty Gibbs and his uh, and his teammate with uh, John Hunter They, uh, well, it, from the looks of it, that John Hunter got Ty Gibbs a little loose and ended up getting into in an, in, an incident, you know, along the back stretch, stacked them all up. And uh, long story short, they... Uh, it, that didn't mince words when it came to after the race was over with, but, um, but over the long haul of the race, uh, it, those Gibbs cars were just fast. Really? I mean, uh, three out of the top four, I think you said, Brandon, were were the JRM JRM yeah. cars. Um, you know, uh, Josh Berry putting on a show in the eight car. Um, I mean, he always does really well and no matter what he's in, but, um, especially there, you know, cause it's the manufacturer's duel yeah. when it comes to being at Michigan. So uh, the fact that Toyota kind of ran away with it a little bit is it stings a little, but, um, but Hey, you know, hats off to the JRM crew. They did a fantastic job, but, um, I do know that, uh, John Hunter Nemechek ended up on, on a late restart, um, took off. And and really nobody had anything for him. He he was kind of the the show of the class for the whole day. It seemed like um, nobody lately. really had much. Yeah, and, and lately too. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's been on kind of a tear. Uh, Sam Mayer though, he's been um, yeah. he's been putting up some some yes. He got his first one, and then and he follows it up this week too um, with a really good finish. So uh, between the JRM crew and then the the Junior Motorsports crew, I think that's going to be the, the storyline moving forward till the end of the season. I think it's going to be one of them cars are going to oh, yeah. take the championship for this year. But so don't forget about Austin Hill either. He's sitting with four wins, five wins. Yeah. I, I mean, it'd it, be fun. But it, it's all about momentum going into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, and, and get hot, the, yeah. they get, yeah, you get the hot hand and guys get it figured out. And, uh, you know, John Hunter, he's, he's one of those names. You know what I mean? Like he, he, when he gets hot and he gets on a roll, you know, he could, that dude can win some races. Yep. So, and especially with that team, like they're just a phenomenal team all around. So, uh, but yeah, John Hunter ended up taking the win. Um, like I said, Ty Gibbs had some words for him after, after the race was over and kind of a not so polite way of uh, letting him know his displeasure outside the race car. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, good job for him. He was your uh, Xfinity Cabo Wabo 250 race winner. So, <laughs> wonder if there was any tequila involved. Right. <laughs> get off me. Did you yeah. See, I, I was very surprised that this uh, did not have nothing to do with this weekend's race. But Denny Hamlin talking about Sam Mayer last week on his podcast, the action's detrimental. 
I didn't. I didn't. He, he I, actually had some really good things to say about Sam Mayer. He's like, you know, I'm not trying to like downplay this guy, but you know, there's just some guys that you know they come up and they just they're not good and they just slowly start making their way. And he's like, Sam Mayer is one of those guys. And he's like, I think that guy. You look in two two or three years, he's going to be an Xfinity champion. And I kind of was like, Wow, Denny Hamlin. Yeah. Sam yeah, I, I watched oh, wow. that show too. I, I I listened to that little segment he had to yeah. talk. About. And it I'll was just what. young and young and inexperienced or whatever that he was kind of alluding to. Yeah. Right. And now they're trying to start to figure it out a little bit more. So once yeah, you get yeah. that one, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and as you know, speaking of other uh, Dirty Mo uh, podcasts, I was listening to, uh, I don't even know which, because Dale Jr. has five episodes a week now. I think it was the <laughs> Wednesday one, maybe. Uh, but Ju- uh, Dale Jr. himself, obviously car owner uh, of Sam Mayer. Um, was talking about how he sat Sam down multiple times and saying, man, like you're not going to win it on lap one. And that was Sam's biggest problem is he'd be hitting teammates. He'd be hitting the fence on lap one. Just, and he Mm -hmm. said, just calm down, be patient and put together a race. And lo and behold, you know, Mm -hmm. he did. So slowly starting to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's cool. when the, the big boss, especially of that caliber sits you down and says, Hey, just metaphorically pump the brakes a little bit and you'll be fine. (laughs) So, uh, but yes, uh, good run uh, points wise for the JRM guys. Obviously, um, I think it's all about but wrapped up for the regular season championship for John Hunter Nemechek. I'd have to mm-hmm. check the points, but I think he's got that one pretty much in the bag. Uh, so what is that? Ten extra points, I believe. So that's mm-hmm. in in today's uh, structure, how they structure that's pretty huge. So mm-hmm. uh, look out um, on into Sunday and Monday. Um, we had the obviously the Cup Series scheduled to race on Sunday. It was the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan. Um, race started off with a weather delay. Um, I actually looked at the forecast before naming the title of this episode, and I was like, "That's it." Was like 80, 90 percent chance of rain on Sunday. I was like, uh, "Well, anyway," uh, but it did in fact rain. Not too bad on Sunday. Delayed it a little bit. Then they got it underway. And it looked like there was nothing on the radar and you're watching the race. And then all of a sudden you hear some of the spotters come into the audio saying there's, there's raindrops in turn one. And then they panned above Wallace's car and you see it on the camera and you're like, oh shit. So they bring them down pit road and then it just monsooned. And then they called it, um, you know, pushed it out till Monday. So anyway, but it, it was kind of cool because it was basically like you got two for one. You got to watch a stage on Sunday and mm-hmm. then two stages on Monday for those of uh, you who were able to watch. Um, don't tell my boss, but I was kind of doing both, you know, watching, but, um, <laughs> so, but it, it was kind of the tale of two stories ish because you had the Toyotas, Christopher Bell, obviously winning the poll um, on Saturday, which super fast, which like George said in the Xfinity Toyotas found something in the cup series and they're just, week in week out just dominating and not so much obviously a sprinkling a ford here and they're winning but they're consistently all like all what is there seven of them now mm-hmm. just all up in the top 10 from 2311 to joe gibbs i mean they're just everywhere mm-hmm. um so you had mtj just running the muck on sunday just hauling ass passing everybody um kyle bush um had an incident early uh looked like the guys were on pins and needles all day running that fast with the tire that Goodyear brought, which we'll talk about here in a second, um, got loose. I uh, can't remember who he was underneath, ended his day early, spun it around up by himself, smacked the wall. Then you had Chase Elliott um, just like 
40 laps after that was by himself a left rear blue he smacked the wall really hard um so you were like okay now we got weather now we got tire issue like the whole thing and then rain delay so it's like well damn so then monday picks up and <clears throat> ironically enough the chevy's kind of picked up the pace so i don't know what they talked about overnight what adjustments they made you saw a little speed out of ross chastain um sunday um he led a couple laps and whatnot but then his 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 amigo uh teammate daniel suarez is up there leading laps the chevy camp the or excuse me the hendrick camp is kind of up there uh not leading laps but bowman larson they were they're kind of up there then uh william byron freaking coming to the end of stage two i believe on monday uh smacks the wall literally coming to the stripe and ruins his day then bowman wrecks out i mean it was really bad day for Hendrick Motorsports. I think Kyle mm -hmm. Larson was the only one to finish. But regardless, um, MTJ just continued to, like he would, in a pit strategy or whatever, you know, come out of the pits and people stayed out, he'd be 15, 16, right in there, and he would just drive, just blow by people in any lane he wanted. And you were just like, obviously he won stage uh, two, and you were just like, well, hand him the trophy because he's yeah. this this is over. But lo and behold, it came down to uh pit strategy sequence, I guess, at the end, pitting sooner rather than later. Uh uh what's his name? Tyler Reddick, couldn't think of that one. Um, and Christopher Busher uh had a little sequence where they tried to uh work together to tandem draft to get out as far as they could from MTJ and then pit together. Obviously, it didn't work out so much for Tyler Reddick as they had a lug, uh, the single lug, not tight on the right rear, and that kind of ruined his day. Thankfully, it didn't fly off, but um, he had to come back down, and, and obviously that ruined his day. But lo and behold, Christopher Busher uh, got out. I think it was only a two-second lead, maybe, after they flushed out of the pits and everything, and he just held off MTJ. MTJ got beside him, I think, with like 10 to go got loose and that was all she wrote and Christopher mm -hmm. Busher drove his butt off and took away his air and did a really good job and won the race second third of his career second in, in 2023 and two in a row yeah, yeah. so yeah. Wow. uh whatever RFK is doing they uh need to keep doing it because they're lately kicking some butt short track and a big track so now all that's left is a road course so mm -hmm. anyway it was uh it was cool to see I think um other than the the tire issues that I um, alluded to earlier, which not just because Chase wrecked or, you know, Kyle wrecked or whatever, it's scary, you know, because it's just like these guys are just going 195 mile an hour and then all of a sudden, boom. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that they can't feel it. There's no warning signs. It just lets loose. So a uh, mm -hmm. scary deal for sure there. Um, I hope that they figure out whatever that was. Um, that, that caused that, but great race. I think all in all, I didn't see uh, Jeff Gluck's poll to see what everybody else in America thought, but I thought myself as far as passing and kind of watching how the, the lead uh, evolved and, and went was mm -hmm. a pretty good race. So um, excited for this weekend, mm -hmm. Indianapolis road course, uh, three races left uh, there, Watkins Glen and then Daytona to uh, determine the 16 uh, playoff drivers and you know these road courses get absolutely out of hand especially on the last couple of laps well, um, especially so. indianapolis road course yeah, turn one and turn one yeah uh, it still sucks that they're not i want to see these cars on the big track i don't yeah. know yeah fucking road course stuff yeah these I, I mean i think you got to leave sonoma and watkins Glen. yeah um, well even the Roval is okay yeah i like the Roval. i like the yeah. Roval. 
But, you know, when it comes to Indianapolis, there's so much history there. Like, put them on the big track. This is dumb. Well, yeah, because Indy's running Saturday on on that big track. So, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. So, you can make that such a marquee event, you know, being with, you know, with the Indy cars and stuff. Tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah, that would be a great, great yeah, weekend to go. Badass. But, but anyway, uh, what do I know? Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. a driver from Colorado. <laughs> yeah. You're just a dumb podcaster. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a dumb podcaster. Who cares? What's a modified? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so uh, National Series kicking up uh, three races, like I said, before their playoff run. So uh, tune in there. Uh, but, yeah, that, that kind of solidifies the trucks were off this weekend. Um, I think they're off again this weekend. They kind of got a little, a bit of a break because their schedule, I think their playoffs start uh, actually the next time they race. So their regular season ended last weekend at Richmond. Um, so they're, is it 16 drivers? I can't remember, are set uh, for the playoffs. But um, but we get into some uh, local racing now. Yeah. So yeah. the, yeah, uh, the dirt in CO weekend recap, uh, we had two, uh, dirt tracks in the state of Colorado running this weekend. Um, but we'll go through our normal ones like we do and, and tell you about their future races and so forth. So we'll lead off with El Paso County Speedway. Um, they were not one of the two that ran this weekend. Their next one is, uh, a week. Let's see. Actually, no, I, it's crazy. We're already like mid August. Um, August 12th, which is this Saturday, it's the ASCS Sprint Cars and Now 600s featuring stock cars, sport mods, hobby stocks, dwarfs, compacts, and mini mods. Uh, good luck to Mr. Blair Cooper. Got to talk with him this past Saturday, and he is running in El Paso. So good luck, Mr. Cooper. Nice. Um, and pleasure to meet your wife as well. Uh, Phillips County, the sister track, uh, they are racing two weeks from Saturday, August 25th. Uh, actually, that's three weeks. Uh, yeah. Uh, back to school night, unfortunately, for the youngins. You know what that means. Uh, one-on-one circle drags, uh, modified stock car, sport mods, hobby stocks, and compacts on deck for that night. Obviously, weather pending, and um, if classes show up, I've kind of noticed that's kind of the pattern. Something will be on the schedule, but if the drivers don't show up, then obviously you're not going to run that class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-70 Speedway, I-76 Speedway, excuse me, they were one of the two tracks that ran. It was... Uh, they didn't even have a name for this one. It looks like it was just all IMCA classes, 270 micro, 600s, the Rocky Mountain Lightning Sprints. Uh, actually, just kidding. Uh, the sprint cars did not uh, run, and yeah, the the dwarfs there. So, thank God for a race pass, handy dandy little uh, app here, and the uh, go karts did run as well. And it looks like they added uh, Thunderstocks. All right, so we'll lead off in the 270 uh, micros. Obviously, I wasn't there, so not a lot of uh, racing action to talk about. Uh, They had uh, a lot of them show up. Looks like 14, so they broke it down into uh, two heat races. Heat race number one went to the zero of Skylar Granger from Longmont, Colorado. Heat number two went to the 12 of Caden Warren from Eaton, Colorado. And then in your 270 wing micro uh, a feature third place went to your heat race one winner the zero of skylar granger the number five of anthony scarpello finished second from arvada and the 12 of Cade warren Caden warren excuse me heat race number two winner swept the weekend and won your feature in the 270 micros uh into the mini mods <clears throat> they had 12 show up um they broke that down into two heat races uh, heat race number one went to the 74 of Silas Speicher from Denver. 
Heat race number two went to the 8S of Cameron Smith from Fort Morgan. And they also had a B feature, so pretty cool. Uh, and your B feature number one winner was the 55 of Jorge Gar Garcia from Denver, Colorado. And in the A feature, third place went to the uh, WW2 from J uh, of Jaden Alvarado from Kersey, Colorado. Second place went to the 7 of Kane Iker from Fort Morgan. And uh, the A feature uh, winner went to the win, geez louise, 74 of Silas Speicher from Denver, Colorado. So uh, a lot of hard work collected for Mr. Speicher. Uh, let's see, down into the Dwarfs, uh, they had eight show up, broke it down into one heat race, and that went to the 58 of Cole McEwen from Julesburg, Colorado. And your feature winner, uh, or excuse me, your feature rundown top three, uh, third place went to the... Uh, 121 of Corey Pearson from Nunn, Colorado. Uh, second place went to the 27AZ of Rusty DeGroat from Loveland, Colorado. And your A feature winner in the doors was the 58 of Cole McEwen from Julesburg, Colorado. So sweeping the heat and the feature. In the IMCA Modifieds, uh, let's see, 14 of them showed up, broke it down into two heat races. Heat race number one went to the WW2 of Bubba Alvarado from LaSalle, Colorado. Heat number two went to the 17J of Jeremy Freiner from Fort Morgan, Colorado. And then in your feature for the IMCA Modifieds, third place went to the 17J of Jeremy Freiner. Second place went to the 46 of Joe Mullins from Boulder, Colorado. And I get out the broom again. First place in the IMCA Modified feature, WW2 Bubba Alvarado. So a lot of hardware handed out to uh, the same the same people this weekend. Uh, IMCA Northern Sport Mods, uh, they had 14 show up, broke it down into two heat races. Heat race number one went to the 1Z of Mike Zalger, Zeigler, excuse me, Zeigler from Brush, Colorado. Heat number two went to the 01S of Hunter Smith from Fort Morgan, Colorado. And in your feature, third place went to the 01S of Hunter Smith. Uh, second place went to the 100 of Jorge Garcia. And feature winner for the IMCA Northern Sport Mods was the 1S of Brad Shelton from Fort Morgan. So uh, didn't have to travel far for uh, Mr. Morgan. And now into your stock cars. They had 12 show up, so really good car counts throughout. Broke it down into two heat races with the 117S of Josh Switcher, Switcher from Loveland, Colorado, uh, finishing in first in heat number one. Heat number two went to the 6J of DJ Banks from Brush, Colorado. And in your feature for the stock cars, uh, third place went to the 5R of Austin Rhodes from Wheat Ridge. And Wheat second Ridge. place, Wheat Ridge, love saying that. Uh, second place went to your heat race number one winner, Josh Schweitzer. Uh, and feature winner in the IMCA stock cars was 17J of Mr. Jeremy Freiner from Fort Morgan. Uh, so a lot of locals uh, collecting some trophies there in Fort Morgan. Uh, let's see. What's that? I said, nice. A lot of Fort Morgan's oh. up in there. Yeah. Uh, hobby stocks. They had six show up. Uh, only broke it down into, well, it looks like they didn't run a feature for some reason. But uh, heat race number one went to the 8B of Braden Hilzer from Fort Morgan. Not sure what happened to their feature, but it's not listed. So I apologize. Uh, Thunder stocks might have had rain. Can uh, someone uh, maybe in the comments? I'm not sure. Yeah, it looks like. They had some features. They had some not features. Anyways, uh, Thunderstocks, their feature uh, didn't happen either, but the 50 of Craig Smith from Ray, Colorado, was a Thunderstock heat winner. Uh, the Sport Compacts, only two of those showed up. Um, they did run their heat and feature. 
uh, the 13T of Christopher Terrell from Greeley, Colorado took that one. And also your uh, feature win followed by the 13 of Skylar Wiley from Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. The 600cc winged micros, they had nine show up and they broke it down into two heat races. And heat number one went to the 3R of Hunter Rhodes from Alt, Colorado. Heat number two went to the 64G of Gary Lockman Jr. from Fort Collins. And your feature, uh, the third place was the 23R of Skylar Rhodes. 20, uh, second place was the 23J of Justin Stoles from Peyton, Colorado. And your 600cc winged micro winner was the 3R of Hunter Rhodes. I'm super bummed, uh, Corey uh, Mallow. Uh, we've had a theme this year that once you're on the podcast, you start winning races. You and your brother were in this damn race, and you failed to win. But uh, nevertheless, good job. Uh, looks like broke you guys, our streak, man. Yeah, looks like uh, Corey might have had some issues in the feature. Looks like he got a DNF, but his brother did finish fourth. So uh, anyway uh all for fun there lightning sprints they had 12 show up broke it down into uh two heat races heat race number one went to the number one of troy ullery from wheat ridge colorado heat number two uh went to the 82 of jason woods <coughs> excuse me from the springs and in your feature third place went to the seven of josh flood from arvada second place went to the 13 of josiah king and his hometown is not listed so josiah apologies i don't know where you're from and your lightning sprints feature one winner went to the 82 of jason woods uh and that's honestly all that is listed um it looks like the go uh, adult gas carts uh results are pending and the restic restricted winged micros uh results are pending as well so uh not sure what that's about maybe there's some close finishes maybe there's some drama uh but illegal we'll, uh, illegal yeah something <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, some, somebody's cheating in the carts and in the restricted wing micros. That's what we're going to say. Uh, but, yeah, that was uh, a lot of classes to go through. Uh, I-76 Speedway, their next race is Saturday the 19th, so two Saturdays away, uh, featuring all IMCA classes, the Rocky Mountain Midgets, the 270 Micros, the Dwarfs, and the Colorado Vintage Oval Racers. So, uh, And it's also fan appreciation night, so uh, special discounts on tickets there. All right, the final uh, dirt track that ran this past Saturday was Honor Speedway. It was Hot August Nights featuring Sport Mod, Stock Cars, Hobby Stock, Sport Compacts, Dwarfs, Southern Colorado Carts, and it was slated for the Warrior South, but uh, they did not have a single one show up, so obviously uh, didn't run that one. And we'll break it down from lowest to biggest car. So in the Southern Colorado Carts 49cc and below, uh, heat race, uh, you had the 44B of Brayson Siegel uh, winning that one. And then in your uh, feature, uh, feature number one, it was a double feature for the carts to make up for the, uh, what are we on, the third or fourth rain out, I think. Uh, third place went to the 89 of Skip Sprouse. Uh, second place went to the seven of Keith Patton. And your winner uh, sweeping every single feature this, uh, this year so far is the 44B of Brayson Siegel. Uh, really good racing with all those carters out there. There was actually a last lap pass for uh, second place. Uh, really cool to see. And uh, everybody stayed together and nobody broke. So that's really good. Um, in their uh, feature number two, uh, basically stayed the same uh, as far as finishing order. Yeah, absolutely the same. So the 89 of Skip Sprouse uh, finished third, the seven of Keith Patton. 
finished second and sweeping the heat race feature number one and feature number two was the 44b of brayson siegel so congratulations young man again i noted this last weekend that young man is 12 years old uh pedaling a 125cc uh we'll call it outlaw cart cage cart uh so really really good job and uh i'll get to a little story here in a second uh southern colorado cars 350cc plus uh, the heat race, unfortunately, only two of us showed up, uh, me and uh, Mrs. Hyde, uh, got her cart a little better. Um, she uh, She's definitely making progress and uh, getting more comfortable pitching it sideways and, um, you know, doing all that. Uh, heat race, uh, I finished first, uh, basically the whole running order the whole night. Um, not a lot of, not a lot of fireworks except for feature two. Um, she... Uh, right off the get-go from the green flag. Uh, they watered the track right before feature number two. Um, they had us do a couple pack laps and give them the thumbs up if it was good. I just wanted to get the show underway. I knew it wasn't good, but uh, it was fun regardless. So we took the green and Mary, it was like Mario Kart on a banana, just whoop, right around. Uh, so we get going and uh, I think it was, I don't know, lap eight or something like that. I'm, I'm going around to pass her. I take the high side and pitch it in there and I hit the same banana peel and come about two feet from the wall. So it scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, but yeah. And then, uh, my mom was my, uh, pusher, uh, for the night and she about went flying off the four wheeler cause it's stuck in the mud and uh, it was good, good stuff. Uh, so it was, uh, entertaining in the feature number two for the, the, uh, three fifties plus. Um, and yeah, and, and, and her getting pushed as well, uh, his dad, <laughs> Jordan um, was sliding down the track trying to push her. That's just how muddy it was. So if if the if the fans stuck around in Pueblo for that race, I'm sure there's some some laughs. But all in all, a uh, good good run for the Carters. Um, the push four wheeler had to get pushed by the push. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tow trucks almost had to come get us all out. But uh, regardless, uh, me and Brayson did have a little exhibition race at the end of the night. Super fun. Uh, just him and I six quick laps uh just to have fun with each other and had a blast doing that and uh yeah so congratulations brayson um on your sweeping of the weekend um and that let's go into the sport compacts uh they had five show up and the 19 of tony martinez was your winner in the heat race and in the feature third place went to the 12 dd of dave daniels which uh I know people can say what they want about the sport compacts, but badass paint scheme. I don't know if that's a Dodge Neon or a Chevy Cobalt, whatever the hell that thing is. Badass looking paint uh, job on that one. Your heat race winner, the 19 Tony Martinez finished second and the sport compacts feature winner was the two of Vincent Geisig. Uh, in your hobby stocks, uh, four showed up. They broke it down um, into, actually, no, I'm sorry. Eight showed up. They broke it down into two heat races Heat race number one went to the 30B of Gavin Borland. Uh, heat number two went to the 53F of Gordon French. And in your feature, third place went to the 30B of Gavin Borland. Uh, second place went to the 53F of Gordon French. So your heat race winners finished in second and third. And then your first place, the 12 of Shad Cooper coming out of nowhere and stealing that one in the hobby stocks. In the dwarfs, a uh, lot of drama here. Um, unfortunate drama. Uh, they had 10, I believe, show up. Uh, unfortunately, didn't end up with 12 uh, finishing in the feature. We'll get into that. Uh, heat race number one uh, went to the three of Tip Holcomb. Uh, that's a beautiful Jegs-inspired looking ride like Kenny Wallace has. So congratulations, Tip. 
Dwarf Car Heat Number Two went to the 22 of Brett P. Hill. Um, and then in the feature, um, we were in staging actually, and uh, it was just a bad, a bad omen, I guess, to be in the features or uh, excuse me, in staging for the features because bad things happened. Uh, we had actually the 51 of Zach Larson uh, get airborne and do a couple barrel rolls in the dwarf car. Uh, last I checked, he is okay. I did see him in the back of the ambulance getting checked out uh that car is absolutely destroyed um so i was glad to see Damn. he walked away from that um you know legends and dwarf cars you know what happens when they get airborne it's never nothing ever turns out never good yeah um and then uh poor miss kelsey edwards uh got that one back as as we recall from a couple weeks ago going head on into the uh backstretch finch uh, she, I believe, talking to her, uh, Zach is good. I was just going to mention your name, Ray. It was a pleasure to meet you, uh, Mr. Edwards, as well. Uh, broke a tie rod, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Edwards, and uh, didn't know it-ish and did another lap. And, yeah, it just didn't really end up well for her. She had to get towed off as well. So uh, the doors had a little more uh, car uh, demolition, I guess, than they hoped. Uh, but regardless, uh, the 05 of Randy Oh, both upper control arms. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, third place went to the 05 of Randy Ecker. Uh, and if you notice, he'll be in another lineup here in a second. Uh, second place went to the 17 of Keaton Shore, uh, who Blair Cooper was uh, wrenching on. So that's why he didn't finish first, because Blair was wrenching on his stuff. Just kidding. Uh, and your first place winner in the feature was the heat race number one winner of Tip Holcomb. So congratulations, Tip. In the stock cars, this was a badass race to watch. Their heat race, I didn't get to watch. But uh, their feature I did, uh, and that went to the 12Y of Johnny Yutterman. Uh, the stock car feature, I believe Johnny started next to dead last. Uh, they only had four. Yeah, so he was outside row. Yep, so dead last. And it took about uh, five laps, I would say, 10 laps max, uh, before he piloted that 12Y all the way to the front and just sent sail. Uh, the 6G of Carlos Garzi Garcia and the 05 of Randy Ecker put on a hell of a show, um, just literally trading paint every corner, but keeping it respectable and uh, put on a really good show in the stock cars. Uh, unfortunately for Randy, he did get out to a, a good start before Justin uh, or excuse me, Johnny Utterman caught them all. He ended up finishing third and Carlos Garcia finished second, but hell of a battle in the stock cars. Now into the sport mods, um, even more drama, scary drama. Um, they had 10 show up and sport mods heat number one went to the 43 of Daniel Payne. Uh, he's been kind of on a terror uh, along with um, Blaine Luan in the last, I'd say, half of the season here. Excuse me. Sport mods heat number two went to the 51F of Andrew Fisher. And then in the future, um, we're sitting there for staging again. Bad omen, apparently, Saturday night. Um, and I think they had one or two cautions. Uh, not exactly sure. I did see a couple cars come off in the hot pit area and stuff with sheet metal kind of hanging off and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're in staging and we're, we got our earphones in and then we hear Alan Davis come over the radio and say, uh, I didn't watch a YouTube video. I'm not sure which driver it was, but XY driver stop right now. You're on fire. And they just kept echoing it, echoing it. And it took the driver a while to get stopped uh, from being on fire. Um, and then almost watched the pit crew in turn two uh, get ran over due to this accident with a sport mod coming up the track. So 
a lot of drama going on in the sport mods. Um, they had, I think, one or two more cautions. So I was sitting in staging for every bit of 40 minutes, I think. Uh, but when the dust settled, uh, the 18 of Blaine Luan, uh, second feature win um, in the last two or three weeks, I believe. So good to good to see him up there running good. Uh, beautiful car. Um, and I apologize I didn't come by a shirt. Uh, by the time we got out of there and looked at the clock, it was 1130. So I apologize. I will get one of those. Uh, the 51F of Andrew Fisher finished second and third place was the 43 of Daniel Payne. So that was your Honor Speedway uh, recap. A lot of wrecked cars, unfortunately, but everybody, to my knowledge, is uh, okay. Uh, the cars aren't, obviously, okay. but they are, and that's what matters. So, Did uh, they raise the guardrail on the back straightaway, or did they lower the track or at least make that guardrail higher? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, the only time I spend on the back stretch is getting onto the little, the, the little track. Oh, I so yeah, I, uh, year, I don't know. The same, I don't know, stock car went up into the fence and destroyed the fence twice, once in a heat race, once in the main event. Go. So raised track, more dirt. Okay. There you go. Yeah, Cause I, I mean, the wall was about this much higher than the actual track. So it was like, you just barely hit a tire. Whoop, you're up in the fence. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people uh, getting aggressive out there. Obviously, I like I said, I haven't watched all the YouTube videos from up in the crow's nest, but uh, glad everybody's okay. When you hear fire on the, the race receiver, that's never good. But yeah. uh, this Friday, uh, August 11th, is the Back Row Challenge, and I'll get into that in a second, featuring the ASCS Sprint Cars, Sport Mods, Stock Cars, Hobby Stock, Sport Compacts, the Colorado Dwarfs, the Steel City Mini Mods, and the Warrior South. So the Back Row Challenge feature I believe, uh, Blair, correct me if I'm wrong, it's any class uh, in their feature, just their feature, can choose to start in the back. And if they go out there and win, they'll get an additional 250 bucks, minimum eight car field. So kind of adds that little, hey, you're fast, but how fast are you? Do you want an additional 250 bucks? So that'll be cool to see. Uh, I believe it's for every class. Um, I would surely take that in the carts if that were a thing. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, unfortunately, uh, that's not offered to us. But yes, uh, if you're not doing anything, the 11th, go check that out. Uh, they'll hopefully everybody takes that challenge. Um, if you're uh, sitting, you know, up front um, and you and you choose to to do that, that'd be cool to see. So uh, that is all for your uh, dirt in CO weekend recap. I know that was a lot of listening to me, and I'm tired of hearing myself talk. Um, so I'm going to let my wife talk on the agency ad. What? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my god. I was goodness. like, I, oh, wow. You're going to get Paul Hitler all excited and jump out of I said that completely wrong. Knee. You're going to see my wife at the end. <laughs> you're going to hear me for even 30, oh, 40 man. seconds more. Now, Paul ain't even, he don't even watch He's anymore. He's probably so. sleeping and on drugs yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, um, if you want to buy or sell your home or get the value of it, know the price, uh, please reach out to my wife. She's a busy lady, wheeling and dealing, which is a good thing. But uh, nevertheless, we'll play the ad. And then these two are going to uh, talk. And I'm going to take a break about the uh, CNS weekend recap and look ahead. So here we go. All right, Scrub and Tires podcast listeners and viewers. If you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell a home or an investment property, find out how much your current home is worth in the ever-changing housing market. Okay, okay. I got it. Let's go to the chase. You want a bigger shop for that new race car you just got, right? Well, let's get you in touch with one of the premier global real estate brokerages and new to the Denver and Colorado market, the agency. 
As I mentioned, the agency is a premier global real estate brokerage team having business in nine countries and counting, including 80 plus offices. What does that mean for you? You get the expertise of some of the most trusted, seasoned, and highest recruited real estate agents right here in your backyard to serve the Denver and Colorado regions. If you are ready to get started, give the Scrub and Tires Podcast official real estate company and real estate agent, Mike Landhall, a call today at 719-480-3477 and experience for yourself the unmatched service you will receive from start to finish. There you go. And uh, you go. to Mike Hunter's question, I did, well, I saw, I was watching that race at a Southern Iowa Speedway last night and uh, it just got the weather, I guess, from the day before too much rain and the damn the features didn't even get going until I think nine o'clock. So my ass hit the hay, but I wanted to watch that one. Jake Luback from Arvada tearing it up out there. Yeah. Well, he had a DNF in the main, yeah. but he, it, he, he was doing good. well. Yeah. Poor he Kyle was... Larson. Can you imagine flying from Michigan to Iowa to run? Whew, oh, you but, get paid yeah. to do it. I yeah, do it. True. <laughs> Man, and I will say, and I know I'm talking too much, but, if you, for those of you who watch that race on flow, the amount of giveaways and prizes that that track gave away, I mean, you're talking from quick time. I think, uh, Macedo got 500 bucks from Seafoam. All these prizes for, for the fans, for the drivers. I mean, just cool to see how little of an event, but how, what that's why, Wouldn't like George nice? said, that's why Kyle Larson goes there on a Monday night is because there's big money. There's little incentives. They give, give away right rear tires for, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that matters. So anyway, yeah. I'll shut up. Ah, oh, you're good. All right. So CNS recap. So we had the KBPI rocks, the Rockies action out at CNS this weekend. So it was the Bandoleros legends, pro trucks, trains, and the demo cross or demo X cross cross towers. Night okay. out. That one, a bunch of junk cars towers. going over the mountains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. which was really entertaining actually yeah. there was there's we'll, some pretty fun moments it. that we'll get into that yeah uh yeah. so we'll lead off with the bandoleros um first heat race for the bandos kids all did a really good job there, there was no real major issues like they've had in, in the past there was a couple couple guys spinning out um or girls i should say a couple girls spin out um but nothing real rough racing or anything like that. All the, all the youngsters did a really good job. Um, I really found it really fun to watch um, the uh, Jackson Mueller, that little kid, man, he just not being nine years old, he freaking sends it. And that cart coming off of a uh, turn two, coming through the X is bouncing the whole way into the X. And he don't, he's he don't for, care. He don't lift. He's good for at least two or three spins. <laughs> Probably. A yeah. Session. <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah at least one but yeah. uh but it, but it's a fearless nature in them so uh yeah. they did a really good job um so the oh let me go go down to it so the winner for the bandolero bandit uh first uh for the heat race i, I should say the dash um was uh, I, I think it was a, a Fruge, I want to say. Uh, Regan Fruge. Yes, Fruge. And I, Regan, no, Fruge. Well, they, she's Frugi Fruge. They said either one. I talked to his mom. I was like, how do you pronounce this? And he said, it's, it, it doesn't matter. So uh, I think okay. it's Fruge, though. So, anyways, so uh, Regan Fruge, that kid was on a tear. Um, he did a really good job weaving through traffic, um, bided his time. 
and and was able to hold off. Uh, I think it was Aspen Lang ended up finishing second, and I think the dash race, uh, the mm-hmm. feature race was pretty much the same thing there too. Um, a lot of the slower cars ended up staying down out of the way like they're supposed to. They're getting better at that. Um, I know Madison Stanley ended up spinning out for for that one too. And they had a yellow because they had a couple kids spin out at like right in the middle of the X and they ended up bunching them up. Nora was sitting at fifth, I think at that point. And then, um, yeah, it was only eerie too or what? Pretty pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, Regan Fruge ended up, uh, getting, getting the lead back and held off Aspen Lang again. And they put on a really good race. They were tight battling right next to each other all the way around. Um, they did, they did a really good job. It was a really fun race to watch for the, uh, at least for the bandits. So, um, coming in, taking the, taking the checkered flag was the number five of Regan Fruge. And then second was Aspen Lang. Third was Peyton Opperman. Fourth was Jackson Mueller. And fifth was, uh, first timer was the 88 of Austin Steinke. I think it's, that's how you spell it or say it. Sorry. Um, coming up from the i think he was coming up from the uh quarter midget class so um yeah there there was for the your bandit class your outlaw class i mean (laughs) as as much as i don't want to say it's just kind of becoming a repetitive nature it's becoming a repetitive nature uh but the 68 of wyatt dent that kid he can he can just flat out drive man that that little kid his is hits his marks he, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to navigate. Um, and he's just consistent. And when you're consistent, you win races. And that's what this kid's doing this year in the outlaw, in the outlaw class. He is also taking his, uh, taking his talents up, up, uh, up a class and he's dipping into the legends and it's showing early that, um, his experience that he's gaining in the, uh, in the bandoleros is definitely paying off because he's learning a lot up there. And I think he's applying it into the outlaw class as well. Um, but, he took your, your dash win over Madeline Lang. And then, um, I know in the feature, again, I didn't, I didn't watch it at the track, but I, I tried to catch some of the, um, rerun on some of the people showing them on Facebook and whatnot, but same thing there. Kid, kid took off and was, and was just out of sight, out of mind in a sense. I mean, there was just nobody, nobody could really catch him. He's just, he's just fast. What, what can you say? So Wyatt Dent ended up taking your, uh, your feature, event for the bandolero class as well so it was wyatt dent huh i was just gonna say the uh undefeateds the wyatt dents the uh brayson seagulls and the wade petties all in the younger divisions have a uh showdown yeah no kidding (laughs) (laughs) anyway sorry no you're good so wyatt dent took the uh feature um then it was the 38 of javon javon bernard uh third was the 21 of madeline lang Fourth was Lily Tuttle in the 61, and fifth was the 08 of Tanner McKim. Uh, and then on to your Legends class. Man, there this was a lot of fun to watch this uh, Saturday night. Uh, there was a lot of uh, – in the, in the fast dash, there wasn't a whole lot of drama. When it, was, when it came to just the regular dash and or the regular – they actually split the them up. ones because they split them up, huh? They actually split them up. Yeah, they split them up. Um, then you had your your fast legends and I don't know your quote unquote slow legends. I guess that's if that's what you want to call it. Um, but in your slow legends, 
uh, there was a lot of battling going on all across the track. Um, in your dash race, though, uh, the 29 of David Johnson took the early lead and held on to it from there, really. Um, when it came to the feature for them, man, uh, he, he got out to an early lead. Um, and then it was Dylan Kellogg ended up getting up into second. And then got passed by the 18, I think it was the 18 car. I forget. I got to go Moss. back. So I'm gonna, uh, I thought he was in the 19. No. He's the 18, uh -huh. right? Purple and black car? So D3, where are you at? No, it was J.J. Sanders. Sorry. It same. was J.J. Sanders. Right. Made right. his way up into second. And coming down off turn two, coming down the back straightaway, just, I mean, for, I had a perfect vantage point right there. I mean, he just turned – turned david johnson and then um dylan kellogg ended up getting up into the lead and he was far enough david johnson was down far enough on the apron to where they didn't throw the yellow right away even though it was it was a dump you know what i mean but they did he was down on the apron enough to where they didn't throw the yellow he mm. got it turned around and then you know I probably would have done the same thing, caused the caution to come out and just hoping to get his spot back. But they ended up throwing him to the rear, which let Dylan Kellogg get the lead. And I've never seen a dad more animated than I saw Bo Kellogg during the, during the final laps of that race. That was so much fun to watch. And, and, and at that moment, like I did the same thing when, when I was on the radio for Jake, you try to keep your calm because you're getting more and more and more and more excited as, you know, as the race laps come down, but I could literally hear, I had my headphones on. I could literally hear him yelling six rows behind me at the very top. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> I mean, just screaming and Eventually, he ended up uh, taking the checker flag and getting his first win of his career. Awesome. And just seeing his his old man completely line up, light up, grew, was, grew the was, hair out too. Oh yeah! Did you see the, the? Did you see the picture he had? Yeah, he's got a he's got the flow. He's, oh my god! Save some chicks got, for the rest of us, <laughs> <Yeah. you>? Jesus. <laughs> California dreamers, what the yeah there, sunshine? Man. But yeah, yeah it it. It was it was really fun to see. I mean, he, and honestly, deservedly so. He's he, that kid's been in some, some, some. Excuse me, let me slow down. He's been in some positions this year to win some races and just had some, you know, late cautions kind of screw him. You know events. what I mean? Unfortunate events where he was in position to win, had they went green. You know what I mean? And for him to finally collect one and, and get it, you know, I, I think that was huge for not only his confidence. But for them overall as a team, you know, he's he's so young. The kid's so young and he's doing such a good job. So that was really awesome to see. Um, I was up in the spotter stand for um, the Legends race for the fast Legends race, actually, for both the dash and the um, and the feature. I was spotting for Cade Fox, who's a rookie. That was a lot of fun. Uh, getting a chance to spot for somebody else and, and help kind of give some guidance and whatnot as well. Uh, was really um, a highlight for me that I've never done that before from anybody outside of our team. So that was a lot of fun. But uh, when it came to your fast, when your fast legends for your their dash race, it really was, it was pretty smooth. Um, you know, you have 
really you have a a couple of cars right now that are just super fast i know that that wasn't a complete full field of cars um as we've seen in the past but you had daryl stewart was up there you had chris Agelson, you had colton crocker uh ryan jones uh tanner scarberry actually jumped into the 11 oh. car this last weekend so that was a uh, good to see that young man back on the racetrack um who else uh medina was there uh, but for your fast dash, uh, it was pretty quick. I know that a uh, little bit of a, well, as uh, as the highlights from CNS's website said, uh, Chris Eggleston made a daring move to get around uh, Colton Crocker for the lead, um, but did a great job, ended up holding off uh, Crocker and and got this dash win going into the 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 main event uh you had the scarberry brothers up front early on i know that they were battling each other that's always a a fun thing to see not only i know from experience battling hugh but uh seeing brotherly love out on the racetrack anytime it always uh you always you know want to see who's Mm going to really push the envelope Mm -hmm. you know who's the more daring one (laughs) but uh who's going to screw up and cause it right (laughs) for the other one right yeah but they really got spread out kind of early and no issues. Once again, uh, it, they went green to checkered the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Eggleson got got up to the lead. And I mean, there, there really wasn't a whole lot of heavy battling going on from about third on back there. Third through, mm, I want to say eighth or so, ninth. There was some good battling, you know, guys doing their thing. But um, as far as the front runners, you had... You know, like I said, you had Chris Eggleston, you had Colton Crocker, um, and then Ryan Jones was up there as well. Uh, so they kind of got out in front and just never really looked back. And and Ryan Jones and Colton Crocker didn't really have anything for Chris. He just he's like again, he's just one of those drivers. He's just steady, hits his marks, consistent, um, and did a really good job. So coming in first for the year Legends Fast feature was Chris Eggleston. Second was the twenty one of Ryan Jones. Third was the 78C of Colton Crocker. Fourth was the 74 of Trake Walter Walker Scott. And then fifth was the 11S of Tanner Scarberry. So good job for those guys. Uh, it's really nice to see after I know they've had some, you know, more of the recent um, features that they've had. They've had quite a few cars, you know, people running into each other and, and just having some issues. It was good to see them go green to checkered and have a really good race. I know that their next one coming up is the, uh, the big money, the $5,000 to win on, uh, what is it? The first of, uh, yeah, the first weekend of, uh, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day weekend, September. I don't think that's their next one. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. They have, they have well, some time off now. So now they have, yeah, their next car's ready. $5,000 to win. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, but anyways, there's your uh, highlights for the legends, and I'll give it to Jake to give us the highlight of the pro trucks because he had a bird's eye view himself. I did. So I had the nice pleasure of feeling, you know, it's kind of funny coming from a guy that's got big shoes. I had some big but shoes. You're about to, to fill. say something else. Yeah, big shoes. I had some big shoes to fill. You know what they say, big socks, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, we had some big shoes to fill. I uh, got the pleasure of spotting for the nine truck of Mr. Curtis Heldenbrand, uh, alumni of the hey. uh, Scarpentars podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, Brian, 
uh, took the weekend off to spend with his family up at the uh, Gaylord. Uh, had a nice weekend. I, I know it was his daughter's birthday weekend. I can't remember what day was her birthday, but happy birthday happy to her. Birthday. I'm sure she appreciated you not being at the racetrack. So hopefully yeah. you had a great time there, Mr. Brian. Um, but yeah, so I uh, was asked by Curtis Friday night to uh, spot for him. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'm going to be there anyway, and I won't be doing anything during the race. So why not? So kind of got to see bird's eye view of the trucks again. I know I had helped Brad Skufka earlier in the year. Uh, so helping uh, Curtis was kind of cool. Uh, in the dash race, um, I, I think before I start, the trucks had a really good weekend. I don't think there was one truck that got broke, wrecked, anything. I think there may be some fenders rubbing a little bit, some tire marks and stuff. But other than that, I don't recall any... Mm -hmm. Any major accidents. So the night went by really fast. Yeah, it went pretty. It went. Yeah. I mean, I know there wasn't as many classes we usually have, but uh, I mean, still breaking up the legends, you know, added in that extra show. But yeah, I, I, there wasn't that much, uh, much incidents. So um, in the uh, dash, uh, the 85 of Jeff Walbaum started out on the pole. I uh, got out to an early lead uh, in front of the 28 of Brian Winemaster. Uh, Brad Scuffa got up there battling a little bit up in the third, right around second. Uh, I know there was a four truck battle uh, going on for third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, up in there with the 08, the 11, 71, and the 90. Uh, let's see. Um, after that, it was kind of just got spread out and nice dash, uh, nice dash race. So for your normal dash, the 85 of Jeff Walbaum took home your uh, dash win. And the fast dash, um, I think the only incident we had was um, right off the start, Cassidy Hines was, uh, I think, started third, somewhere in there, fourth, you know, third, fifth, somewhere in there. Um, and she missed a shift off the start, so that kind of mm. stacked up a little bit behind her. But luckily, again, no major incidents. Um, and then it kind of got spread out from there. And um Curtis was doing good, kind of fighting the truck a little bit with on new tires, you know, being loose, being tight, you know, kind of all day. Um, he ended up finishing fourth, uh, battling with the 22 of Brian Yaki. Um, but Adam Dynas, it was just kind of his night. He uh, took quick time, and I think he started, let's see, they threw a roll of four, I think. I think they rolled a four. He rolled a four. Started fourth, um, and... I mean, it took him maybe a couple laps and got up into first right away mm -hmm. and then just kind of took it from there. So uh, there were some lo good little small battles up in the up in there, but uh, nothing too major. It got a little spread out, like I said. And uh, Mr. Adam Dynas in the seven truck uh, took home your fast dash win. It's got to be the beard. It's got to yeah, be. It's kind of funny. It's got to be that beard. When you see him go by uh, in the pits and he doesn't have his window at it up yet, you see the helmet and then you just see this bush. <laughs> I want him to I want him to get it so long to where it comes out the window net. The only dodge in the class too, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. I think so. Yeah. Uh um, yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But uh and then for your feature, um it's kind of funny because I you know I walked up to um uh, the scales with uh curtis's truck and when he got on and they were like yeah he's good so i i ran up into the spotter stand and i looked up at the uh laps to go and there was like 
10 to go, I think. And so I got on the radio. I was like, hey, I got 10 to go here. And he's like, oh, shit. All right. Well, this is going by real fast. So like, yeah, I don't think they've had a caution yet. So uh, so it's good that, you know, they weren't waiting and staging. Because I know in yeah. practice, I think it was the second practice, uh, there was a legend car that uh, blew, I think, blew up a rear end and had something happen in the motor. But, I mean, just put from like middle of the yeah. back straightaway all the way down the back straightaway into turn three and four and even coming out of four up high toward uh, the wall, just a line of oil. And you had Zach Witherwax out there looking. And I mean, he was literally like ice skating on asphalt with his shoes wow. on. It, it was pretty bad. So I think that took about 35. So it took minutes. a while. It took a while. Yeah. So um, it was good to see that nothing bad happened in the legends before that truck race. Cause I know he, it was kind of hot early in the day, so just sitting in that truck, it, you know, yeah. it was not cool in them trucks. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think Cassidy Hines and Adam Dynas started on the pole. Um, they had some good battle going on uh, right at the start. Uh, I think Cassidy had a couple of laps there that she led, but, I mean, it was kind of like a back-and-forth deal, and Adam Dynas kind of ended up taking – over the lead and from there they got a little spread out um i want to say uh, roe got up in there was bound second third somewhere in there with cassidy uh for a while uh but other than that i mean it just kind of got spread out and mm -hmm. was kind of a quick truck race green to checkers uh curtis was getting bad on a little tight truck right off the start i think he started like fifth and stayed up there for about a couple laps and then it just truck kind of slowly went away and ended up kind of going three wide for a quick second with Wiggins and I want to say Yaki, but nothing bad happened. He kind of, I let him know it was coming. He kind of backed out and, and got out of that pretty quick. Um, so it was kind of fun, like having like a, you know, incident of adrenaline for like the first couple of laps and then it kind of got spread out. And from there it was just trying to relay good information to uh, Curtis of what was going on. It was, it was a pretty good battle up front for when Cassidy was in the lead and the seven car was trying to get her. Mm -hmm. She was pinching the shit out of him hard and they were yeah. using each other up. Mm -hmm. I mean, for pretty a good, good lap and a half. And you we were like, oh, this could Let's go sideways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did see Marky Bremkamp uh, commented on here that uh, Jake must have been helping make the nine car really or nine truck really wide. Or he had a pretty big mirror because, yeah, they we had a pretty good little three battle. Uh, three truck battle for I think like seventh, eighth and ninth um, where I, I mean, we, they were just bumper to bumper for, I don't know, 12 laps straight. And it was like, nobody could really get the edge or a nose up in there to where, you know, you could just take the, take the position. So, um, so it was fun. Uh, you know, wish we could have had a little better of a race, uh, especially filling in for Brian. But, you know, sometimes that's just the way it goes. You, you try different things and don't work, and you just got to ride it out. So uh, that was fun. But, again, the trucks had a great race. Uh, I love seeing green to checker with no incidents. You know, you, you kind of pray sometimes there's a caution, but not a caution in the fact that there's, like, a huge cleanup or something. You know, maybe it's, like, a ghost caution or somebody <laughs> spun out, you know, just to stack up the field. But They don't throw those. Yeah. No, never. Uh, but at the same time, you do like seeing grow to green a checker because that means everybody was battling hard, but giving and taking at the same time. So 
Uh, great race all around. Uh, your top five, uh, Brian Yankee in the 22, finished in fifth. Uh, Cody Vanderwall, uh, the 43 and fourth. Cassidy Hines went home third. Uh, the two, in the second position, the 16 of Travis Rowe. And your uh, winner in the feature, the seven of Adam Dinah. So, in a sense, sweeping the night, quick time dash, and yeah, um, and the main event. So obviously he can't race in the dash and sweep that one. So um, taking home the fast dash feature in the quick time, pretty good for the seven truck uh, this weekend. So uh, great job by the trucks. Uh, I'm going to move into the demo X. Um, we've haven't had a moment in the last two years where we've ran together with the demo cross demo X whatever they're called. So the towers. Uh, the towers. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool that uh, we got to watch them. Uh, they had a pretty good car count for the lights. Uh, I want to say there was, and they, they don't have a, a yeah, there's probably order. 10, 12, maybe 12, somewhere in there. Something like um, that. They don't have a finishing order for the uh, actual demo cross. Uh, they just have who the winners were, but Right off the start, I mean, they stack everybody right up on the front straightaway, and they just drop the green flag and just, boom, just go. And <laughs> right away, one of the small trucks, the light trucks, is like a Toyota whatever, like, died and just didn't move the entire race right there. Guy, 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 guy. Remember, it was hitting yeah, the rev limiter on that thing, and it just wasn't going. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it didn't even make 10 feet. So Forgot to connect the drive shaft. Something. I don't know what happened, but, yeah, just sat there. And, um, you know, so everybody's having to go around that truck. And then, you know, some things are going on. I mean, these these cars are going over these jumps, and they're Dukes of Hazard nosediving into the, you know, into the track and, I don't know what car it was, but ended up nose diving pretty good. And all of a sudden come down the back straightaway, must've lost, lost it, put it in first, couldn't get it in a second or third or something. But y'all all of a sudden here is it's going like five miles an hour. So, you know, that was, but, uh, and, and Nicole, George's wife got, uh, got this on video, but, um, the leader and second place were battling, uh, second place got around the leader and you could tell there was a little frustration there and just as they were going over like the turn oh, three no. bump got into him it dove like i don't know how it turned around but it ended up flipping over on its side and then it was like mm -hmm. there was like eight other cars coming into turn three and it was like oh shit everybody's standing out there with a flag i think there was about six or seven <laughs> people goes running up there throwing the red flag throwing the red flags yeah <laughs> yeah no 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 the, no yeah. so i think we had about yeah about seven or eight cars just like stuck right on the ramp of the dirt get it flipped over get that car going then you know they start going again and and had a pretty good race but it that was pretty entertaining for the light uh the uh demo x light so your winner in that calamity of chaos was the 28th of joe Perante. he was pretty excited too after the race got up i mean he was i mean if he had stuff in his hand he'd be throwing stuff all over the track he was so excited it was pretty cool uh in the demo x heavy um i think there was only six trucks that started somewhere near five or six they didn't have a lot but, like that seven maybe but again you know they're just sending them they're nose diving there's one truck i mean the front stub was pointed like 45 degree <laughs> angle up. 
you know, you could tell that thing has been aerodynamic. Yeah, aerodynamic. You can definitely tell that thing was <laughs> had been uh, crushed a few times. But yeah, uh, Scotty Bramkamp was kind of a sleep fest. Well, I mean, you only have five trucks, and then one breaks down in turn two, like literally as you're going over one of the bumps. You know, that at least caused you know everybody to kind of have to try and make some maneuvers around. But I mean, they got so spread out. You, I don't even know who the leader was. You can't really keep track. You just look mm -hmm. up on the board. It has a number up there. But yeah. again, there was one truck that lost the transmission or something because all of a sudden going down the back door, you it was a six-cylinder, not a four-cylinder. Oh, dude. So, uh, one-cylinder, what it sounded like. <laughs> but uh, in your demo X... Backfiring and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny they got these big old trucks but one of them in the 51 the orange truck had like i don't know 13 inch tires i mean like my steering wheel <laughs> more acceleration thing. yeah something lifted but, uh, low rider yeah. <laughs> but uh the winner of that was the 82 of ty cowell so uh entertaining like i said we've never really sat and just watched the demo cross so it was kind of fun to sit and drink some beer and watch those things race around. Uh, that, that was pretty fun. So um, again, they don't have, you know, the finishing order for anybody else. So everybody that might be in the demo X, sorry uh, if we missed you, but you know, until they start putting out the rest of it, which is hard. I mean, like I said, you, you don't even know who the leader is half the time. You just look up on the board. Oh, the 77. Okay. Where's that one? Oh, there it is. <laughs> you know, so but, uh, yeah, that was it for that. And then George's got one more for the trains. All right. Um, yeah, the trains, there was only six six of them that started. Um, the 151 crazy train just flat out took off right from the get-go. So there was a lot of uh, uh, entertainment really going on uh, from behind them. Uh, I do know that Jared Wall and the 86 last call train um, – I think it was around like lap two or three or something. It looked like the, the brake car locked its brakes up. Like, it, and all of a sudden it just smokes coming off the rear tires goes around. And then next thing, you know, comes back in front of us. There's no tires on. It's just the rims. <laughs> and now it's sparking everywhere yeah. and it's kicking all the way up sideways. Oh, it was, it was I, I think I laughed more during that race than I have in a long time. Like it was, it was so funny. But um, yeah, good good battles all around. I just wish they had more of them. That's that's the only thing. There's I'm sure not a Jared whole lot was of. Like, God damn, I I don't have that. <laughs> oh yeah, person yeah. In the brake car. What the hell? And that's what it was. It just all, you go off in the corner and you know, you, yeah. you slide them up and then you expect them to have the tires. Well, that thing just went completely <sighs> sideways. But um, but yeah, I wish it had more of them because then you can get more of the action through the X. There was only I think one time throughout the entire race where they had any sort of like close call more, more or less, but, um, but yeah, entertaining more, uh, was the most entertainment I should say, uh, was the part where, yeah, Jared wall had no tires on his brake car. So, um, taking your feature win for the trains was a 151 crazy train. Second was the 80 HD snafu. Uh, third was the 41 G of GH livestock's funny farm. Fourth was the three of anger management, and then fifth was the eighty-six of the last call. So that was your uh, that was your night at CNS. Uh, good night overall. Like I said, it kind of went by pretty quickly. Uh, we were out of there by like 
10 o'clock 10 o'clock something like that is it was early for us i was like dang all right this is a good change of pace but um overall fantastic job by everybody um well, uh, lap two, we got into the Dukes of Hazard. The rear end about ripped out the car. I had one tire left on the brake. Oh, yeah. Brake, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Good. I'm surprised you had it. one tire left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look like it. I'll tell you from yeah. my vantage point. It looked well, like they were all gone. Whatever tire, whatever the other tire that was that blew out, I'm sure there ain't no rim on it either. <laughs> that thing's almost flat. But uh, looking forward to this next weekend. So uh, this upcoming weekend. It's the uh, SRL series is coming into town. You got the super late models, the Grand American Modifines, the super stocks, and the figure eights. Uh, you got 150 laps for the super late models. I know that they're going to be out there on Friday practicing. So if anybody's got Friday afternoon off, wants to go check them out, um, you can go check out practice. There's going to be some pretty good names that I've heard of um, and I've seen online that are going to be here this weekend. Um, the so definitely closed Friday to them only. So if you're thinking about going practice Friday, <laughs> don't go out there. Damn it. I was going to bring the analog card. Brian will. Yeah, they did. Well, they did put out a post on Facebook. So if yeah. you haven't seen it, yeah, it's closed Friday for just the super late model guys. So, but if you want to go watch them practice, feel free mm-hmm. to go out there. I think it's like 10 bucks or something like that to go check them out. Um, yeah, I do know that there's, I think there's supposedly anywhere from 20 to 25, somewhere right around there cars. Brian, oh, oh Brian, 20, 22 to 26. 26. So depending on how many, I mean, realistically, we got anywhere from 18 to 18 or so here, you know, and then some California guys, there's probably about maybe seven or eight that'll probably show up from there. So you have a good mixture, but like I said, there's some pretty big names coming out. I know Jacob Gomes is coming out and he's over at the uh, SRL nationals right now, actually today and tomorrow. So they're going to go from there down here, um, coming all the way from Michigan after that they leave Berlin. So, yeah, and that's another one. If you guys haven't, uh, don't have anything to going on tomorrow, they have the, uh, SRL nationals going on at Berlin raceway, uh, up there in Michigan uh, tomorrow, big names, 250 laps up at Berlin. That's, uh, I was watching a little bit of practice stuff today and, um, there's some chase Elliott's about mid to second third pack back already <laughs> so yeah, well, he's got some ground to make up in his car. He's mm-hmm. yeah right William but Byron, um, eric jones yeah. eric jones well and, and eric jones is still i think he was like From 12th there, on the yeah. board in practice something like that so uh bubba pollard uh bubba pollard, well yeah. Derek griffin normally a modified guy he i think he was third fastest in practice so yeah. i mean there's some it's is, uh brendan mcqueen gonna be awesome. did he make the trip uh, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I, I have to go back did. and look. I know that there's like 30 some cars there um, this weekend. Is that so, on the low budget or flow today. tomorrow night? It's on flow. It's on flow. So check it out. It's going to be you know awesome to see. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching that while we're uh, over in the shop getting stuff ready to go. So I uh, know. Yeah, with us looking forward to another just another race. Get back at the track and try to win one of these suckers and take one away from Chris Cox. Yeah, bastard keeps taking all our trophies. Cox Cox blocker, Cox Cox blocker. No, he's doing a fantastic job. Their team's got it figured out. We got some work to do. We got to, you know, just try to keep getting better. Uh, Super Mm -hmm. stocks, they're gonna. They always put on a damn good show. There should be close. Beta's got his car back. Some of those. Yep, Yep. Beta's coming back. Um, And then the figure eight guys. I mean, always fun to watch figure eights too. So, um, Sam Derek Griffin. Oh, I lied. Damn. 
Thanks, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we have a, somebody that's smarter around here paying attention. There's a DG. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, yeah, so 150 laps this weekend. Uh, it's going to be a one hell of a show. Low budget. 10,000 to win. You're going to see some guys going for it. I do want to I do want to say something, though, real quick to uh, one of our <laughs> fellow racers. Um, as some of you might have saw that Jace Hansen uh, lost his brother um, yeah. this last week. So uh, definitely condolences go out to him and yeah. his family. I oh, mean, prayers, boy. yeah, no kidding, man. I mean, that's, that's extremely hard. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's hard enough to lose a loved one, but then when it's your, your, one of your siblings, uh, and then you, Especially and then before he's, something like this, you know? Yeah, exactly. A week before, you know, one of the bigger races in the, in the state coming into mm-hmm. town. So, uh, you know, Hate definitely think that. of you, buddy. Um, mm-hmm. Hope you're doing okay. If your family needs anything, I'm, you know, you got a whole racing community behind you. That's for sure. So, um, with that being said, what oh. we got next? Yeah, I think it's I think it's Jake Bob. Yeah, Jake. I uh, before I move on, I got I got to give old Scotty Bramkamp though some love and some some hell because uh, I forgot to mention this during the truck recap. So uh, during the heat race or the dashes, um, Ray Duncan wasn't there this weekend, and. You know, in the, in the dash, I'm like looking around. I'm like, okay, well, I know Ray's not here. So, like, where's the spotter official? Oh, well, we don't have one. Okay. Well, this will be interesting. So then after that race, I went over to Greg Witherwax and I was like, hey, who's our um, spotter official for tonight? Because there wasn't one in the dash race. There wasn't? Well, no, because Ray's not here. Oh, somebody will be there for the feature. I promise. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Know where this uh, is going? Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know who he'd get, so I figured maybe he'd do it, but no, he didn't do it. So like, as we pulled out on the staging, there's still nobody there. I, I, uh, I was talking to a couple of the other spotters, like, do we know who our spotter official is? And they're like, I guess we don't have one again. I was like, yeah, I guess not. So all of a sudden, we're doing like seven pace laps, and here comes Scott Bremkamp on a dead sprint up. <laughs> Down the backstretch wall, you know, in the grand in the stands, and then comes up in the spotter stand, still his helmet on, pulls his helmet off, he's all breathing hard, <laughs> cracks open a Red Bull, woo, just chucks <laughs> this Red Bull real fast, <laughs> throws on his headset, and he's like, <laughs> Put me in, coach. Put me in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I gotta, I gotta give you hell. Because, A, I'm sure you didn't. I, I talked to oh, you a little bit funny. after it. And you're like, I didn't even know I was coming up here. I just all of a sudden got heard on the radio, Scott, get up in the spotter stand. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And the fact that he had time to stop and get a Red Bull uh, gives him wings, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. But much love to Mr. Scotty Brenka for uh, <laughs> taking over Ray's spot this weekend in, uh, in the spotter official stand. So uh, you did a great job. You didn't really have to do a whole lot, but. You did a great job. Yeah, he slammed that Red Bull. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So, yeah, anyway, just had to give you a little love for that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so um, before we uh, move on to our next se- segment here, uh, Mr. Adam Helton, thank you for showing up late. Uh, Citywide Banks, you know, like uh, I've always said, uh, you know, we're a local bank with the uh, local feel and local touch. Uh, if you need anything uh, banking-related, Definitely hit me up. Talk to me about it. Uh, you know, try and help you out as much as possible. Give you information because uh, you know what you don't know is what you don't know. So if you don't know, yeah. let me know, and I will tell you what you should know. Wow. 
Nice what you did there. Didn't skip a beat. Love it. Uh, but again, uh, got the uh, golf tournament next Monday, uh, bringing out the race car. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a four uh, foursome for the tournament. Kind of sucks, but that's okay. I don't have to go to work. That's all that matters. Technically, hey. I am working, but I don't have to go to my branch for the day. Marketing. So, marketing. Yes, marketing us and the bank. So, yeah. Hey. But anyway. Showing some love to Citywide. Uh, let's just see Dad and I in the garage. There we go. You spend countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him. And his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low-interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. All right. Oh. So, yeah. There we go. Um, so, we're going to do our next segment. Uh, some of you know, some of you don't know. Uh, we started this this year to create some positivity around the racing world and the local racing, and especially on the podcast. Uh, so we have our Generate Great. So we're each going to go through and announce uh, our Generate Great for the week and why uh, we picked that specific person. So mine this week, it might not be the uh, hot, uh -oh. hot one for some people, but... I'm going to do it just because this guy takes a lot of slack and, you know, sometimes deservedly so, but sometimes, you know, not, um, over the weekend, got to spend some time with this gentleman, uh, off the track and got to see different side of him. Uh, you know, much like when we've had some racers on this podcast, you never get to see the side of them off the track. You only really see what you see on the track and you get one view. And then when you hang out with them and see their personality and what they're like, uh, kind of brings you back home. Like, okay, this, this guy isn't what, you know, you think of. So, um, as Greg Dryling uh, said earlier, uh, maybe we should have called it golfing with Clegg. So we did go golfing with Mr. Kyle Clegg on Sunday. Uh, had a ton of fun. I mean, you give that guy, uh, <laughs> six vodka red bulls <laughs> you never know what's going to happen jokes, <laughs> jokes are flying golf balls are flying uh <laughs> just having a good time so uh you know for like i said for all the slack that he takes uh you know he still he still takes it and you know doesn't let him doesn't slow him down and, and he tries <laughs> just as hard so my generate great goes up mr kyle clegg this week uh like I said, for everything that he takes, he's still a good guy at heart, at home. Uh, he's a great father, great husband, great racer, uh, and a great friend. So, um, Mr. Kyle Clay, generate great for you this week. There you go. Great race car driver, terrible golfer, I hear. So. Actually, he, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Okay, he's okay. pretty good. You get a couple of cocktails in him, he Turns yeah. into mini tiger. Right. Yeah, I heard. His wow. wife, I heard. I heard his wife really likes us, but I don't know if she liked us after Sunday night. So, yeah. <laughs> I swear, Kayla, it wasn't us. I had nothing to do with it. All right. It was Greg. <laughs> it was Greg. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, congratulations, uh, Mr. Blake. <laughs> uh, my uh, speaking of this person. Um, we haven't done this segment, what, two weeks now? Uh, we had a guest last week. So, yeah, two weeks. Um, it's, uh, I guess, cliche to say, just like um, Jake was just saying, uh, you get to, you know, see some of these drivers and car builders and people around the racing community, um, not just, you know, at the racetrack or in the car, 
but you get to kind of know them on a, on a, a deeper level. And for fortunate or unfortunate circumstances, however you look at it on my end, uh, I keep having a, a one particular part on my outlaw cart uh, keep breaking except for this last weekend. And uh, Mr. Adam Hilton has saved my ass uh, the last two weeks um, due to shipping, due to logistics. Um, and he has helped me out in a pinch, uh, texting him in the morning saying, hey, can I stop by? Can you weld this piece back together? Uh, to make it last one more one more time. So uh, my generate great goes out to Adam Hilton, um, not just for the fact that you uh, check my text. Oh, oh get text okay. in the middle of podcasting, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, anyways, um, not just for you know fixing my issues or whatever, but the amount of people, uh, Justin Eisenhower, also uh, there. The amount of people that. Adam Hilton and Hilton race cars helps out on a weekly basis, seeing, you know, Chris Cox, Jordan Abeta, everybody come through that shop. He's always helping the racing community. And, you know, sometimes I feel like that goes unseen uh, because Adam's not one to gloat and say, Hey, look whose race car I fixed or, you know, this or that. So uh, shout out Adam Hilton and everybody at that shop. Uh, you guys are kick-ass and uh, I appreciate what you've done for me let alone everybody else in the state of Colorado over the last couple of weeks. So generate great Adam Hilton. I, I want to know real quick from Adam, uh, does he have us on the uh, loudspeaker out in front of his house where like the whole entire neighborhood <laughs> can hear us? Um, that was, maybe. That was a funny video uh, a couple of weeks ago when they sent it to us. And yes. he's got us on that big old speaker and like the whole him. Like, I, I think the four neighborhood could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know his neighbor to the east could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, George. All right. So I'm going to go a non-traditional approach with this one. Um, I know that uh, many of you moms and dads and um, aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas and whatnot, you got youngsters going back to school here in the next couple of weeks. I know my kiddos started just yesterday or sorry, excuse me. Today was their very first day. Yeah, today, well, we went up there yesterday to get introduced teachers and stuff like that. So uh, my generate great because um, I, I, I think they tend to go underappreciated um, is all the teachers, um, coaches, stuff like that. Um, you, you know, they, they put in a lot of hours and they they got to deal with some, frankly, some shithead kids and some really good <laughs> kids all day long for eight hours. But, you know, they they love what they do. They don't get a paid a ton of money. And, um, you know, they they really take that um, that job seriously. You know what I mean? Like they really look after all the kids and whatnot. And I and I truly appreciate that because I know that especially after covid, a lot of kids around the entire United States fell behind and whatnot and um, and had to do a lot of makeup and they put in some extra hours. And I know like with me personally, they took some time to make sure that my kiddos got back onto uh, back on the right track. So I want to, you know, with school be starting again, like we talked about earlier, I wanted to kind of take a non-traditional route and really thank all the teachers around go. the, hey. around the state Absolutely. for, uh, for what they do. So there you go. That's my agenda. Uh, we'll uh, throw in this one on request of Mark Brimcamp. Uh, we, we, uh, strongly advocate for to do this prior to the show or after yeah. the show for the next time but uh <laughs> nevertheless we'll get it in here uh 
This one comes from, obviously, we man uh, generating Kyle Carrasco for being a badass and helping guys out when needing and helping uh, others, living. Uh, I'm li sure you meant to say others live a dream. Other, yes, helping others live a dream. Sorry, uh, he's not good, good or at typing sometimes, but just kidding, we man. <laughs> but uh, yes, Kyle Carrasco, everybody that helps behind the scenes, like we just said. Uh, mm -hmm. And we, we want you guys to send more of those. Uh, Jake mm -hmm. said it last time we did the segment two weeks ago text us uh message us call us whatever it doesn't matter we'll we'll get it on here because we want to spread people doing great things because a lot of people do so many things that go unnoticed and uh you know a lot of people are shy and bashful bashful and uh maybe don't even want their name said but we want to we want to uh, announce that so mm -hmm. uh text us do whatever to get those out there there's plenty more uh where that came from so thank you mr mark brimkamp for uh nominating Kyle Carrasco for our fourth generate great winner of the week. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Teachers, right. Kyle Clegg, Kyle Carrasco, Adam Hilton, everybody. Come there on we go. Love. All right. Uh, our final, I believe, yeah, final segment of the evening. Uh, everybody's favorite here. So uh, if you're, if you have us on mute or you're doing something else, put down what you're doing and listen up because this is green flag, black flag. This is quickly uh, turned. Oh, got to run. Come on, Scotty. This is the best part of it. He's going to run like show. he did to the spotter stand. There we go. <laughs> I read that wrong. He says, I got the run. So I was like, oh, that's. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that, that took a turn. Shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't have had that chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we hope no one has the runs right now. Uh, anyways, um, green flag, black flag. Um, most of you uh, know this segment. If you don't, real quick uh, rundown, uh, just like uh, spot on, spot off for Door Bumper Clears podcast. Uh, we'll pick a topic and we'll discuss it uh, amongst the three of us. If we agree with, with what the person's saying or we like it, we'll say green flag. If we hate it and they suck, we'll say uh, black flag. Uh, but so I will kick us off uh, first this week. My green flag, black flag, um, I'm sure... Uh, Everybody saw the news, uh, kind of a two-part uh, news break here. So you had, uh, I believe it was last week, uh, early last week, you had the mm -hmm. rumor slash uh, statement stating that uh, Legacy Motor Club, which used to be uh, Petty GMS, which used to be Petty Enterprises, uh, switching to Toyota as a manufacturer uh, next year uh, instead of Chevrolet. They obviously run 15th 20th um every week eric jones has some good runs like he did at michigan won uh the southern 500 last year but i mean call a spade a spade not the greatest team in the sport right now um i don't think they're getting a lot of manufacturer help from chevrolet but regardless switching to toyota that's that's the news then you bring in noah gregson comes from back in the arca days i believe running with chris eggleston he was on a toyota team then he comes up through the truck ranks, Toyota, and then he switches over to JRM. Chevrolet has a lot of success, and then his first year in Cup, his rookie season, and it has been abysmal at best. Uh, just a lot of wrecks, a lot of uh, altercations, physical altercations. Well, not a lot, but one altercation. That's really the only time he's been in the news uh, was that punch that he missed on Ross Chastain, and he got clocked. Um and then, obviously, the concussion uh, at IRP, I believe, when his brakes let loose. Uh, but other than that, he just kind of has not had a great run. So, uh, if you guys didn't see the uh, news, 
he got suspended uh, for liking a meme. We're not going to go into that aspect of it or anything like that, what the meme was or if it was offensive or not, not going into that. He gets suspended from Legacy for an undisclosed amount of races at first. And then NASCAR releases a statement that he's suspended from NASCAR. So green flag, black flag. And this isn't the first time that we've seen an off track issue um, come up where a driver gets suspended, right? We had Denny Hamlin on his podcast, didn't get suspended after the, the deal with Chastain and everybody or not Chastain, but uh, comes out and blatantly says, yeah, I, I wrecked him. Okay. So my green flag, black flag is should NASCAR and teams for that matter, should they only penalize and suspend drivers for on-track incidents? Social media aside, personal lives aside, whatever they say on a talk show, podcast, like on Instagram, <laughs> green flag, black flag, Jordan. Um, oh, man. So. It's a doozy. It, it's a doozy in the sense of. Like, I understand that, you, you know, you, you represent organizations and whatnot. You have to do that. Um, but, you know, there's also freedom of speech and all that. You know what I mean? Like, where, where, where do you draw the line sort of sense um, when, it, when it comes to that nature of people? And, and, okay, and like Kyle Larson's incident, you know what I mean? Well, he said yeah. – he he's he said something racial that slur. he was yeah. racial slur that he wasn't supposed to. Did he say it in the context of what I think everybody took it as? No, you right. know what I mean. But he said it, you know. So mm -hmm. where where is you know where, where where's your where, uh, where's the line in the sand in a sense like where guys are just held accountable from their teams more or less because that's the organization they work for. They don't work for NASCAR in a sense. Right. Um, I, I think NASCAR should more or less stay out of it if they want to dip their toes into that a little bit more. Um, I, I think they should put the pressure onto the team to do something and have them just take care of it. Be like, look, you guys, this is this is a bad look, whatever you guys need to handle it. Like, it, you know, you don't have the the NHL, so, so to speak, or the NFL like they. Mm -hmm they don't really intervene so much into those types of uh, types of issues. You know what I mean? Like they leave it to the teams and the teams will handle it. You know, I just like to see NASCAR kind of do that same thing. Like let the, let, let the guy, let the teams, let, let the organizations take care of it and handle it themselves. Cause they will like, they're, they're the ones being funded by all the sponsors. And if the sponsor yeah. has an issue, they're going to let the driver know. And then they got to do something about it anyways. So, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I, like I said, I mean, it, it, people make mistakes and hopefully in this instance, same with Kyle Larson, he made a mistake and he learns from it, moves on, you know, you, 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 you know, you just hope that guys and especially younger drivers, like you have the spotlight on you. You know, I, I, I know standing up for yourself or, or, you know, you know standing up for what you believe in and all that kind of stuff but also use your head like yeah. don't just don't do dumb shit well like, i heard on simple. the on the drive home today from work i heard uh on dave moody's uh whatever the segment there is at five o'clock our time people calling in calling noah gregson stupid and all these harsh things and i'm like i don't necessarily think the man is stupid he made a bad 
Yeah, bad decision. Like, bad, and, yeah, bad judgment. Did you probably and... think it was going to blow up to something like no. this? Like, no. You know, you know, I mean, and and I and I don't one hundred percent like what Mark Bremkamp just said. The cancel culture gets you nowadays, yeah. and that's exactly what it is. Like everybody's looking for a reason to like yeah. be pissed well, and off I, and get you. Before I pass you know? to Jake, I think it was just very ironic uh, how. They're kind of the rumor is also that John Hunter Nemechek is going to come up to legacy now switching to Toyota and how coincidental that they want to get maybe Noah out of there and boom, he makes that mistake. And they're like, oh, that's his way out. And you slide in John or John Hunter Nemechek. But Jake. Yeah, yeah I mean, so your, your, your green flag, just to recap, they should leave the suspensions to on track stuff, not off track stuff. Yes. Okay. So green flag, definitely the NASCAR should just keep on track stuff. And like George said, let team only handle that situation. Cause yeah, I mean, like George said at all, I mean, sponsors are going to have their say and you don't want to piss off the sponsors. They fund your stuff and mm -hmm. if they don't like it, then, you know, they'll let the teams know and the team will discipline accordingly, you know, but there's, there's been some worse things that has happened uh with other drivers like george pointed out carl larson i mean kyle bush on air yeah. said a yeah. word that you know a lot of people are insensitive oh, with. Yeah. i mean it, it is I definitely one of those yeah. one of those words that's crossing the line i believe Thank that you. was at the track though huh I yeah well, he, i mean yeah. he he said it during a live interview <laughs> yeah. and you know and he didn't get suspended for it so right you know i i, I don't think that this too is much policing going on yeah exactly and well, you know it's become more and more nowadays just the pressure of the outside you gotta do media. it you gotta do it yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta take care of this that's you what i mean? think once legacy came out publicly and said that then nascar was put in a spot to say oh well we'll look bad if we, we don't have do something to. yeah exactly. didn't know anything about it until they they no, said no, i didn't even know what was going on until all of a sudden i saw like a report yeah. like he's getting suspended i'm like for yeah. what yeah. Well, I had to scroll through the comments to actually, you know, see the meme, and I didn't understand yeah. it. But yeah. like, like I said, we're not going to. He did what he did, and yeah, I just looked it up, and it's one of those things. It's like, are you kidding me? Right? Like, yeah, it's I dumb. Mean, it's, There's it's, stuff yeah. out there that's way worse than this this one, and like that's what you're going to suspend him for. I just right? hate it for him. You know, he's having a yeah. shit year, and then all of a sudden, just yeah. And you know, what happened to freedom of speech? Like George said. There, if you're a professional athlete, you gotta you either have your publicist or your PR person run your or social. Don't even have social or don't media. have it at all. Don't even That's have it. social media. There's, I mean, it's 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 there's there's a lot of uh, celebrities out there that choose not to have social. Media I don't blame them. Just for this reason of like, you know what, you ain't got nothing on me because exactly. I'm not even on there. So. And it sucks. You know, you can't even have a real life outside mm -hmm. of anything because everybody you're under the microscope, like George said. But, you can't yeah. even joke anymore. Mm -hmm. Without mm -hmm. being under a mic, look at all the comedians and stuff that are getting oh, bad raps because of just mm -hmm. this, the jokes that they tell. Yep. You know, and this is no different in my mind. It's like, really, you're taking it a little too far. Yeah. But they don't care. You know, again, they're just the it's group about of my people. feelings. Yeah. yeah. Just the, uh, you know, it, people that are always looking. I don't for even know Noah Gregson, but he hurt my feelings <laughs> by doing that. Right. Well, and and to that point, like Denny Hamlin, you know, we bag on him all the time because his antics and the way he drives but again what he said a day later on his podcast gets him suspended for an on-track incident that happened on sunday mm -hmm. which there would have been no penalties if he wouldn't have said 
yeah, rectum. It's just like anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. George, what do you got? Okay. So um <laughs> going back to the local level. So at our last race, like we said, um, well, the last race me and Jake participated in a couple weeks ago, they had double feature night. And at the beginning of that, they, they had, you know, Kyle Clegg, after he got the quick time and whatnot, went up and did the dice roll. And then they, I think he rolled a three and then they ended up telling him, no, we already got our minds made up about we're going to invert 10. Right. So it's like, what was the point of actually doing the dice roll? If you already had your mind made up, like no big deal. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't really bother me, bother me all that much either. But, um, Green flag, black flag, because we were having a conversation about this. Um, when you have double main night, do you think it should just be an invert in the second main where there's more laps versus having a, an, an invert and a double and another invert coming, you know, going from one main to the next? I know it's a main event, but. It's not really, in my mind, it's not a main event. Like, yeah, the points tell you it is, but 15 laps is not a main event in my in my mind, right? So do you leave the first main event alone, green flag, black flag, you leave the first main event alone, you, you start where you qualify, and then the second main, you invert however many you want at that point. Green flag, black flag, Jake. Uh, green flag, I think I still do like the dice roll, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you went and did it. I mean, he rolled a three, like you said. So then you just, you do that one invert. The three goes to one, one goes to three. That's it. You know, it, at least it stays consistent to what we've done all year for the heat races. So like you said, it's it's really not a feature event. It's just an extended heat, heat race, race. Yeah. with just all cars instead of split up into two. So yeah, just... Do the dice roll, boom, those two swap, and and then call it good. And then, yeah, where you finish, boom, invert from there, and there's your main event. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just would like to see a little more consistency on that side because, I mean, not only in our race, but there's been others over the years, uh, especially since we've started racing at CNS, that, you know, things have happened when you invert and then invert again. And it's, you know, you just don't want to see wreck cars and it's not directly related to that, but sometimes people that just had one good qualifying lap that, you know, normally isn't always up there in a top 10, you know, gets their chance. Like I said, last week, you know, it's good to see people up there on the, you know, up front getting a chance, but then at the same time, they've never been up there. And all of a sudden you got all the fast guys coming at you because they're starting, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, boom, they're up front on you. And all of a sudden you're like three wide with all these guys and just chaos just kind creates of may- mayhem, mayhem right. from there. Right. So you, you don't want to see that in the first race. And then boom, you got like four cars wrecked in the first race. And now you got a smaller car count in the second race. Right. So, right. Yeah. That, and that's good to put that in context. Cause that's more or less what I was alluding to. Not saying yeah. that that had happened. Yeah. But the, the risk is higher when you do regard. that for a short period race versus a, a longevity of you a got guys that are like, oh, I only got 15 laps. I'm in 10th. I got to get up there now. Right. So right. it's like all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, it's 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 not good. So and it did. Yeah. I mean, in our race, it was mayhem, mm-hmm. you know, from the get go. I mean, guys were damn near spinning out in three wide. And it, it, it was it was kind of 
like makes your butt pucker a little bit. It's just just a 15 lapper. Come on now. We got to make it to the lapper. Right. 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 So, okay. Brandon. So to your point, is it, you're asking, would you rather not invert both main events or would you just rather get rid of, okay. So yeah, just get rid of the first invert. And not have them for both. Just go based off of where you qualify. Qualifying, yeah. I just okay. say go go up based off of qualifying, and then you invert it for the the second main. Yeah, I, I think I'm a proponent. I think green flag on that. I'm sitting here, you know, listening to you guys talk about that. It's almost like if you're going to have a double feature kind of night, you could almost implement kind of a dirt track style where you get points based off of qualifying, and then that kind of sets you up for the rest of the night, so that pr- puts that much more emphasis on qualifying well because then right. you're going to start up front in your heat or and then where you finish in your heat you get more points into the you know feature but obviously because at not- that point like had you essentially known you just sandbag yeah exactly. you know what i mean yeah you sandbag the shit out of that night knowing and and realistically they do do that on double feature nights like they do some weird invert like that where i mean last year championship night they did the same thing and, yeah. and why not at that point if going into double feature night it's like all right well now i'm just gonna sandbag who cares yeah I, and, I don't get rewarded for qualifying yeah exactly and, and that's 100 percent spot on there and the other thing you could do is if you're running that 15 dash for nothing essentially uh you know to you guys that 15 laps is nothing but you know completely randomize that starting order then hmm. and then it's like well okay why do we even qualify? Okay. But then you're completely at random for the feature. And then where you finish there is where you start the big one. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one for sure. But yeah, I don't think having double inverts is. It just seemed like too much to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, this is kind of surprising to me that uh, like Robert Davies says here, Greg, so he set the lineup before I'm assuming the super stocks qualified. So they spent a half hour sitting and staging waiting for the outlaw figure eights to qualify. And the, their, theirs was already set. So really essentially you set the lineup before. Yeah, I don't know how you do that, but so if that actually was something that, that kind of seems a little dumb too. Cause it's like, now you sat there for a half an hour, then you wasted another, you know, what, 20 minutes? Like, I'm not going to go put these laps on the tires. Yeah, the tires the super cool. stops. I mean, the only reason you really ran a qualifying for the super stocks is literally to give somebody a trophy and say, hey, you were quick time tonight. So if, that, I don't, if that's exactly what happened, then that's kind of messed up in a sense. Like, yeah, just to make them run to give it, get a, you know, quick time trophy. So if, I don't know, if that's true, I don't know if I agree with that. But if it's not true, then, you know like George said, let's, let's not do a double invert. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my green flag, black flag, it's in a sense, a local, uh, question here. And it kind of stems from, uh, Mike Hunter's, uh, point earlier of, you know, Hey, did anybody see, you know, what happened last night at the Southern Iowa race where, you know, for the main event, they made them, do a foot race for their starting positions. I'm hell yeah. So green flag, black flag. Would that be something that would be kind of fun to see drivers in all classes? Doesn't matter what class it is. At least maybe one night out of the year, do a foot race. 
you know, you still qualify, do all that. But then after the dashes, you know, the fast dashers, you get them out there, boom, the top, you know, let's just say, you know, there's 20 cars for the night, the top 10 in the fast dash, boom, okay, foot race, where you finish is where you start, and then boom, okay, dashers from the other dash, okay, boom, you know, you go out and you run a foot race to see where you start in the back half, so green flag, black flag, would that be fun? Uh, I'm going to say uh, no, because Jordan. I'm going to be freaking last. <laughs> like... I don't know. I mean, my some... suit's already a little tight, <laughs> you know, and I know it, I can't this get moving, it. you know, no, <laughs> I, it'd be entertaining. Like, yeah. right. Like it would be a lot of fun, uh, especially for the fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what it's all. That's what it's all about. I'm going to hard. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. yeah. Are you skinny that's guys? Where you, that's where you trip them on the Stand start. in the back. Well, and just the one, time like, yeah. you wreck, the one time you can wreck somebody and not consent to the back. Jordan, yeah. why are you putting your helmet on? Because I know I'm already starting in the rear. So <laughs> um, Got so, picked last in dodgeball. Yeah, right. yeah, it would be, yeah, I'm the fat kid that gets picked last in dodgeball. Um, no, but it would be it would be a hell of an entertaining thing. Oh, I yeah. thought when when Mike Hunter texted us that yesterday, I instantly jumped on. I was like, "Are you serious? They're actually oh, yeah, like, doing happened. dash or like sprint dash to figure out yeah, the qualifying? Yeah. That was awesome." Um, yeah, just because somebody's small doesn't mean they're fast, you know. No, <laughs> I know. Small. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I, you know, I know I'm not fast. That's, I mean, unless I'm being chased, like I know I'm not. <laughs> fast. I'm, but I'm about uh, fast for about hundred feet after that, then I'm. Yeah, I'm yeah. Poor, poor Marky Bramcamp, he make it about five feet. And just give up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, there's some worse ones out there than Marky. Mark, no, I've seen way. Mark run. I'm not gonna lie, I've seen Mark run at the beginning of those like hey, train races. He fucking hauls ass. Dude, you yeah. know, he's hauling ass with that yeah. green flag. He's got good practice, man. He ain't gonna yeah. get run he over. No. <laughs> Yeah, to Justin's yeah. point, maybe they'll do an invert after the foot race. Foot race, right? <laughs> no, it, it would be it'd be it'd be a lot of fun. Just just some more entertainment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. mix it up Especially a little like bit. Something nights. All oh, of a sudden, 100%. you get out there like, all right, yeah. everybody out on the front straight away. Like, what? What are we doing? And then all of a sudden, you just announce it out of nowhere. Yeah, it don't be, even give anybody the heads up. Total, total. Yeah. You know, uh, out of left field. You know what I mean? Like something different. Just, to, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be this like cut and dry thing every single week. Mix it, mix it up, like have some yeah. fun with it. You know, that's, that's what we're here for. We're not, we're not NASCAR, you know, I mean, yeah. we are in a sense, but we're not like the upper tier series where it's got to be so like strict and black and white. Like you can, this is the opportunity to make it entertaining and have some fun with it and whatnot. I would, I would love to see something like that. Yeah. You know, the big dice, like have a fan do it. You know, go over yeah. there and give it to whoever sponsor in the night. Let them kick it over, and okay, we're doing an invert of six. Get you the, know, whatever. Get the uh, D three out there with the nice flow. Oh yeah. Next to oh, Jared man. Wall. Oh man, aerodynamics. You just give him the pole just because of the hair. Yeah. <laughs> Must be the hair, Dick. That's right. <laughs> the, winner, the winner got fifteen hundred for the win. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was more than yeah, it was. Oh, uh, so like they, if you if you did the foot race, not only did you yeah. start where you finished, but then you got fifteen hundred. So points. that was part of the prizes I was talking about earlier oh, in the show. They, yeah. I mean, it was oh, just they, they were right. giving away like, and I mean, I, I don't know if it was uh, Macedo who ate shit at the finish line of that, but someone oh. ended up on their chin. But <laughs> Clay, Clay, Jeremiah Hill, all those small guys. I'm starting next to you guys because you're going down right at the start. Yeah, my I mean, ass, I, I'm a proponent my for it. Feet, I'm going to be penguin running. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I run every morning, so I'm a proponent for that. Sign me uh, up. That'd be fun. I'm good for about. I'm a lineman at heart. I'm good for about <laughs> ten yards. After that, you don't count on me. To well, count. it reminds me back in uh, 2019 days when they had the uh, kids on the tricycles that did the whole lap. That would be on the Strider bikes. That would be even better. I'd be dead do it on the Bando track. Spot uh, Strider bikes. One, dude. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I wouldn't stuff. make it to turn two. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd, be, I'd be blowing motors over in the apex. One, two. <laughs> no one would be able to drive the race because they'd be <laughs> cramping and all kind of good stuff. Oh, uh, but yeah, would be uh, awesome. green flag on that one. That would yeah, be green good. flag, one hundred percent. That'd be awesome. Do something. That's great. <laughs> well, and uh, a segue into this next ad. If you did that, you might have to go. Uh, well, if it was a porta potty, you're fine. But if it was a uh, stationary toilet, you might have to. Uh, Jordan, you can take it away from here. Yep, just give them a call. They will help you out <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> they won't hold yeah. your hair during the fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you tip them clean. enough, they might. Maybe. Right. Or <laughs> call them early enough. I already know it's coming. Be here in a half an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I know that we're getting to the end of the summer here and the, and the heat is starting to kind of dwindle, but it's never uh, early enough to, uh, you know, look into your furnace, make sure everything's in working order, getting ready for the uh, winter months here uh, from everything that I've been hearing. And if anything, well, this summer was any indication, we're up for a doozy of a winter. So um, definitely get on the books early. Get your maintenance done, get your, you know, get your AC units checked out, make sure that they're ready to go be winterized and then get your furnace checked out to make sure that you're good to go for the winter because you definitely don't want to be one of those where you wait till the very last second and then there's an issue and then you're having to wait in line to get uh, service done. So give AAA service, heating, plumbing, and electric, the, uh, give them a call and you can get $50 off. Uh, courtesy of Smith Family Racing and the Scrub and Tires podcast. So definitely with that being said, here we go. It is. Full Clark. Is your toilet always backing up? Got a faucet that's leaking all the time? Call the plumbing pros at AAA Service today to get $50 off any plumbing repair. Scheduling is always easy at AAAToday.com. Got to ask, are the uh, models actually workers of a? AAA or are they uh, for their new campaign they are yeah okay. they're they're in the midst of doing uh a, not a rebrand but just doing some new marketing materials and whatnot and awesome. uh you might you might recognize a person or two in some of their new stuff they're going to be rolling out here um All pretty right. soon so definitely no, George doesn't do a burnout on the shitter no 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 uh, I am not in it. I'll just put it. Oh, there. I'll just put that I, out I'm there. Not I'm not in it. it. Yeah, no, well, neither one of us. I wish it'd be fun, but no. <laughs> I want to see you clogging a toilet. Or yeah, no, it. nobody wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyways, uh, why don't you tell either. us about next week? All right. So uh, next weekend, we're going to have a regular show, right? Regular. Yep. Yeah, I will be in gonna, Tejas. We're gonna do. Yeah. Brandon's going to be down in Texas, so we're going to do a regular show. We do have um, somebody already lined up as our next guest. Uh, we've been in contact with this person already, uh, but we're spoke to them to... Saturday, so they're yep. good to go. We're we're going to uh, wait to hold off to let you know who this person is. Uh, pretty be 
well, I would say a prominent figure in the racing community uh, currently. So definitely looking forward to having a chit chat with this person. So stay tuned next week as we will dive into everything dirt track racing. And we'll definitely have a great recap of the uh, SRL series visiting Colorado National Speedway this, this upcoming weekend. Um, that being said, uh, definitely uh, be safe out there. Everybody, you know, be smart. Be safe. Come home with cars in one piece. Uh, put on a great show. Have fun. That's what life's all about. That's what racing's all about. We're getting down to the very bitter end here. Only a couple more races it's to crazy. go for some series and some divisions around the state. Uh, I know for us, this is one of three that we got left, which is weird to think. Jeez, but um, but it's it's coming to a close, and we'll start to dip into some of the championship outlooks here in the next yeah. few weeks, kind of give a little bit of an update on where people are sitting in the point standings across the state and taking a look at who we think is going to be, you know, hopefuls for the championships this year. So stay tuned for that. Um, other than that, for me, looking forward to getting back at the racetrack. Looking forward to seeing all you crazy fans and uh, fellow drivers. Um, looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So with that, I'm going to kick it over to these two hooligans. Go ahead, Jake. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, thanks for to Curtis for uh, letting me join his team for the weekend, even though he posted my brother on his uh, thanks for <laughs> helping out. Um, that was funny. I was like, what am I, what am I, I do? Nothing. Showing <laughs> the love. I, I, I love that. <laughs> Did, did Ian have to make cheeseburgers? What was going on? <laughs> no, but it was funny because Ian was spotting for Tanner in the uh, oh, Legend. In the Legend, yep. And so I was walking up before the heat race uh, or the dash race and uh, was talking to Ian. And um, he's like, who are you spotting for? So I told him, he's like, oh, I told him I said hi. So I jumped on the rail. I was like, hey, Curtis, cheeseburger Ian says hi. And he's like, oh, tell him hi and go get a cheeseburger for me. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah. But he did have a cheeseburger. So hey, I, I have to say you're welcome, Ian, for teaching you how to spot. We, he uh, was super nervous to do it for Tanner last year. And we hopped on an iRacing session for about two hours. Yeah. Just went through it all. And now he's some big shot, doesn't even know who I am anymore. So <laughs> no credit. Good for you, Ian. Don't don't right. forget where you came from, cheeseburger. Yeah. So, so that was super fun. Um, and uh, I, I do have to do a sh big shout out to, uh, like I said last week, uh, the only person racing out of state this last weekend was Holly Clark. She got to run out at Hickory Motor Speedway yes. in Quapple. the, um, I can't remember what their late models of car, but it's basically the pro, their pro, pro late pro models, models out there um, yeah. for Travis Cavapo Racing. Uh, I guess they went out there all week. They did a lot of things in the shop to show her what's mm -hmm. you know, going on with their cars. And, you know, they did a lot of stuff off the track. Practicing. Very jealous. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like she got some good uh, coaching, driver coaching and feedback for what they do. And also um, she's qualified, I think, third out of nine. Uh, got up. I think she started second, got into the lead, led the first 16 laps. I guess she got past overdrove the car, spun it out a little bit, had to go to the back, but then kind of made her way up, but it was kind of like too little too late. So I think she ended up finishing seventh, but I mean, for her, it's not so much what the finish is. It's the experience of getting yeah. the name out there. So, uh, you know, not the finish you want, but getting your name out there and it was on TV. Um, so that's, that's just as important as the finish itself of, of learning from, you know, someone like Travis Kvapo racing and just getting that exposure. So uh, congrats to her. 
Um, but yeah, looking forward to this weekend. Um, hoping to have a good race. Let's keep the cars clean this weekend. Put on a good show right before this SRL series. Um, hopefully, maybe this is something enticing to get the SRL modifieds out here. I know they don't have a ton of them, but you know, another six to eight mods out here in Colorado uh, on top of our 22 average right now would be a hell of a race. So, um, yeah, looking forward to this weekend. I uh, got a lot of work to do in the garage the next couple of days, but you know, it's all good stuff. So, um, yeah, other than that, Brandon, take it away. Yep, keep it short and sweet. Um, yeah. Keep it rubber side down, everybody. Good luck this weekend, and we'll have a lot to chat about Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, announce our special guests for the 22nd. So appreciate everybody's uh, viewership, uh, everybody coming up at the track, noticing us uh, week in, week out. It's really cool to uh, hear that and know that we're making a difference in one way or the other. But appreciate mm -hmm. it, and uh, I'll do the famous salute. So, Tuesday, everybody keep scrubbing them tires. Holla. See you guys. On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrub and Tires Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrub and Tires Podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.